Bearcat Bounce Podcast. We're back at it again. It's Monday. It's a it's a beautiful Monday. It's a birthday Monday. It's a Monday not after a win, but a Monday after numerous wins for everything Cincinnati. And that means it's also a Monday with the Bearcat Bounce Podcast. And without further ado, it's time to welcome welcome in the the three guys. For the first time, I'm going to say the three guys that join us every Monday night. Yes, that's right. Aaron Smith, Ryan Royer, and the birthday boy, Chatty B. Chad Bridal. Gentlemen, how are we? I'm, I'm doing excellent. I, I grilled some ribeyes, made some uh, some Parmesan potatoes, uh, some green beans, there had an go. excellent dinner, and then my dad brought over... Stopped at Cold Stone and got a uh, an ice cream cake. Oh, oh there you it's go. The best kind of cake. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not even close. It's not even close. Right, Brent? Um, no. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> we'll talk about that. There, there's some questions in the mailbag about that. Some questions for Brent. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, had a Kelly can't really go out to eat right now, like, just as her body's recovering. And my dad was like, well, where do you want me to take you for dinner? And I'm like, I, we're not going to go out to eat and leave Kelly at home. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not an option. So yeah. I'll just go. And I went out this, this afternoon and got a little, little, little lunch and then stopped and picked up the grub and then got me a new phone for my birthday. That was yeah. my birthday yeah. present to me. Oh, God, no. Pixel, <laughs> Pixel 7. Just bought the blue Pixel. bubble, man. Pixel, Pixel 7. Yeah, when are you going to join the I family? Come on. Never. Never. Uh, mainly because all you idiots keep telling me that I have to get an iPhone. So, no. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's your birthday. You can say that right now, man. And I'll agree I with you today. I can. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> no shot. Well, How Aaron? old? Uh, 35 again. There we go. It's, there we go. It's, it's 10th year in a row. Yeah, it's 10th year in a row. I turned 35. Congratulations. You don't look a day past 32. How about that? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I've not aged well. <laughs> just, just trying to be nice to the birthday boy. So now we're going to start our singing. We're, there's not much to talk about because of, of the bye week. So we're going to sing happy birthday for two straight hours. Guys, are we in for no, that? No, no, you're not. Let's do it. No, okay. There's you know, Ryan. you know, Royer's down. <laughs> there's Ryan. Oh, I know. You know, I'm down for the dumbest of things. Well, well, actually, no. Here's here's a good question, Chad. So, you know, they do the basketball team. You, I, what is it? You pick someone to sing to you for uh for, for your birthday. Who would who would you pick on the current basketball team or uh, or staff to sing to you if if you were at practice and you were given Wes. the opportunity, Wes? <laughs> Just the sweet sweet pipes of Wes. Okay, deal. Lock it Wes in. And, and Dollar, our our new friend, our new best friend, Chad Dollar. Chad Dollar. That's the uh, Chad and Chad duo with a little bit of Wes. I like it. I like it. Aaron, Aaron has the singing background, so I, I mean, hopefully, maybe at the end after the mailbag, we'll get to hear Aaron's beautiful. Let, let, let Juwan Briggs do it. Oh, oh yeah. Take me a happy birthday. <laughs> You're so stupid. We are already off the rails. I We've mean, been live for, for, for under four minutes, and we are he already He has off. so just, much 
there's so much things going on. I don't know how you. I just like the like shoulder roll. Up, just loaded. <laughs> it's, it's a birthday, man. We got a, it's a little bit more special than just a typical Monday BBP. This is a birthday BBP. I, I also to let you guys know, so you're so you're ready. We have a new sponsor for the timestamps. Uh oh. So we got a we got a timestamp sponsor that we got we got to work in today. Welcome to the. It's a it's a new sponsor. Welcome okay. them to the uh, the the BBP BCJ family. So we're we're sorry, Tonk. You are now retired. No more Tonk stamps allowed. <laughs> but uh, hey, without further ado, Aaron, we can, we can tonk the mailbag. Tonk oh, bag. Okay. Nah, that's no. I don't think we're gonna call anything a tonk bag. Doesn't doesn't, doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> yeah. it sounds like it's got some some different substance to it. There, a little nope, tonk not. bag. I, I I knew it as I was saying it. No, nope, yeah. we're not going to go there. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, Aaron, Ryan, I know it's not your guys' birthdays, but how are we? I'm doing all right. I mean, just got got off just got off work. Long 11-hour shift watching the kid. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing good now. I hear you. I hear you. I'm Ryan. great. Had a great weekend. Yeah, just Mondays aren't the best, but this is my favorite part of them. So, you know, I'm happy right now. There we go. There we go. That's what I was saying. That you know, off yeah. air before we came on, it's like, you know, when you treat Sunday like it's a Saturday, Monday's just hit like real hard. And yeah, yeah here we are. Here we are. Monday, we're we're rolling through. Uh, Aaron, I, I kind of feel your pain. You know, I I've got this puppy here, and the puppy. I tell you what, man, it's a you know, you you, you take her on a forty minute walk, and she decides she doesn't have to go. You get back inside, she goes within five minutes. So it's just like it's insane. But hey. You know what? They're cute. That's why you keep on pushing through. That's why you keep on loving it. <laughs> Speaking of cute, though, uh, in a different way, how about the Bearcats in the NFL? I know you guys touched on it in cute. the nightcap last that night. Is... It was just, just a segue that didn't cut <laughs> There's uh, no correlation. <laughs> how is that to... cute? <laughs> I love that Maybe. Royer is officially one of us now. Like, Maybe like yeah. this thing is out the window. <laughs> he is a member of this show. It's okay. hilarious, though. I just have to call it out. It's Maybe just... like opposing <laughs> quarterbacks, you know, they, they think all week it's going to be okay facing the Jets, and then Sauce Gardner lines up, and when it's game time, little, you know, that's when they go to the bathroom on themselves. So there you go. Maybe that's the same way I should look for. <laughs> but without further ado, I – you guys touched on it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you guys touched on a little bit last uh, last night on the uh, nightcap, but figured we'd rehash it one final time. I, I think this is probably one of the uh, more complete weekends ever in, in the NFL when it comes to former Bearcats. Uh, you know, I, I was in attendance at the Colts game with, with Alec Pierce pulling in his first touchdown reception of his young career. You have Jay Sanders with his first career sack. You have Kobe Bryant forcing the league high fourth forced fumble so far this year. I, I it just seems like left and right every single chance you look to Bearcat making a splash play, and of course Sauce Gardner with his biggest uh, biggest gift of gab, being able to to throw on the cheese head and and kind of really really taunt the uh, the opposing. Green Bay Packers fans after the big victory for them. I Royer, somebody mentioned, I want your take being, being a big wrestler, you know, the, the wrestling promoter that you are now. Uh, 
they 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 commented sauce is like leaning into being like a heel like a wwe heel like not that he's a bad guy but he'll do things like put the cheese head on in enemy territory and lean into it because he knows guess what that thing's going viral yep. everybody's gonna be talking about it like i love that he, like he's got a great self-awareness about him for that stuff and he's got some a little showman to him. I I, I thought yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, he uh we always knew he had that. You never really see him do anything crazy like that, uh, as a Bearcat, like at a game, but practice, the locker room, he always had like some like show or some comment. Like even when he was young, he was always right in front, right in the middle of everything, like never shied away from a moment, whether it be like making a play in practice or coming to roast somebody and like getting to people laugh and stuff. So just shows the kind of personality he is and all that like star power he's got now. Cause he's playing like one of the best corners in the league, if not the best. And so I, I love into it. His NFL career. Yeah. He could lean into that stuff. Like there's no harm in that. It's just like trolling taunting. Like he's, he's one of the uh, best guys I've ever played with just in terms of a solid dude carries himself. Right. So I, I love it. I think he's got the personality for it. I think he's going to do great, and he's going to keep building that kind of like star power to his name. Yeah, I I don't think we've ever asked you when. What was your kind of first semblance where you saw Sauce is going to be a star? You know, he comes in, he's skinny, he's he's long, he's lanky, but you know, was it the UCF game? Was it kind of practices? You know, Camp Ground when when Chad you know was mentioning, hey, this. This freshman, although he's skinny and he's he's really slight, he's making big time plays. When when was it for you on the team when you were like, wow, I think we've uh, got something special in this this guy that calls himself Sauce? Yeah, so he he came on. He had the frame, but obviously not the weight yet. And so you're like, all right, there's potential. He's got the NFL corner build. He's got the quickness, and he had that confidence, like almost like a little bit of arrogance, especially mm. when you're a freshman. You know, sometimes got older guys like i think i was two years older than him like you, you don't really like uh appreciate arrogance from a young guy who hasn't really came in and done anything but there was almost like a kind of respect to it because it wasn't anything like disrespectful it was just kind of like he's confident in himself and the more you're around him the more you kind of didn't really look at look at it like oh this guy's like a douche or an asshole no he's just a confident guy and that's what you want from your cornerbacks and he had it and we knew he was going to be like, we knew he had all the talent. Freeman and Mickens would just boast about him all the time. You know, I don't know a ton about corner, right. even though I, even though I was a corner in high school, but that was just cover four, run for the hills. We're not <laughs> athletic. So I don't know that much, but I could just tell the way they were raving about him and he would make plays in practice and he'd compete. And then obviously that the, the first real big moment where it hits you is that play versus UCF. And I've talked about that before, just watching the coaches just like saucer eyes, just like, oh my God, like watching Freeman and Mickens do that. It was one of the, it was, it was awesome. And now it all makes sense. You've seen him doing that in the NFL. And he's going to, I think he's going to be a, uh, I think he's going to be all pro this year. Like if you keep, he, there's no reason he shouldn't. He keeps it up. Yeah. I, it's trending that way. You know, I, you mentioned pick six. He, his one against ECU is, is, just as big as that UCF game. I mean, that ECU game. Season saver. Insanity, yeah. But, you know, obviously was was huge. And then almost had one, 
yesterday as well. Kind of you know ball bounce on the uh, on the turf before he came away with it. But you know obviously Sauce is making big time moves. Uh, Alec Pierce, you know only three catches, but he made made one count with the uh, with the walk off touchdown. Um, I guess guys, is this? I mean obviously it's the 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 peak of where or I mean they're still rising with the amount of players in the NFL that you're just constantly even though it was a bye week you're you're still watching it intently and seeing this player do that this player do this and it just seems as if it's it's only going to continue to go up what is what was your guys' favorite i i guess performance that you saw yesterday or play out of a former bearcat you know Chad and Aaron you guys obviously dove a little deep into this yesterday but and Aaron you've been all over it with the bearcats yeah. in the NFL so uh just kind of just biggest play or, or or biggest takeaway that you guys saw just just through the NFL, and then we'll get more into uh, to this this year's game. Um, I guess Myje getting his first sack was a big deal to me. Yeah, um, him getting on the field and him like even dressing for the game as he'd been a healthy scratch for most of the season thus far. Um, I mm-hmm. thought that was probably the biggest standout to me of of these with probably Kobe coming a close second, but. Yeah, for me it's easy. It's the highlight of Sauce and coverage, where oh, yeah. he takes yeah. he takes away a corner route, mm-hmm. a post route, mm-hmm. and then breaks up a dig. Like they talk about as a DB mirroring the wide receiver. Yeah. That wide receiver had no chance, mm-hmm. no chance. Everything he did. Sauce was, it was like, it's like I said, it was like watching a how to play corner video, like in real life. Like Ryan knows the the footwork, the hips, the ability to do what he did in just that five seconds is why he's going to be an elite corner in the NFL for a long, long time. That was special. That was one of the most impressive football clips I've seen in my life. Just, it literally looks like a drill. It looks like a drill. That's what I the mean. Coach is, coach is going like this, this, but it's like, it's a game. And he's yep. like doing it in the NFL on like the best talent in the world. And he's just dominating. Like it's unbelievable. It was a I, triple move. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that, sauce was on every inch of like, it was precision. Do you guys notice just how like much he can like explode just quickly? Yeah. Like he could just, twitch 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 just back and forth like i don't so like the average person people understand how hard it is to like move your hips and open up like that and to do it that's what i was gonna get to yeah go ahead he opened up his hips as if the guy because like that's that's where guys get beat on double moves right as they pretend they're running a corner Mm -hmm. and they they take like we've, we've seen tyler scott do this like every time tyler scott's wide open it's a double move where he faked the corner and hit the post. Yeah. Right. And Sauce not only took away the post, opened up his hips to run, but then mm-hmm. closed them, drove on the ball, and broke up a pass from Aaron Rodgers. Like right. that that wasn't that wasn't some like you know chump trying to like loft the ball into a guy that he thought was gonna be wide open. Mm-hmm. Like it it I want I swear I watched it over a hundred times. And oh, you yeah. saw Richard Sherman and Chad Johnson and like yep. big that's when you know stars. Yeah, right. are like, look, man, that right there, that's something that 
that's not normal. It's different. That's something yeah, people can't different. do. Yeah. yeah I don't I mean, think I've say, ever seen that in the NFL by a corner, ever. That's unbelievable. I mean, normally to match other NFL a, talent like that, yeah, for sure. Like, that's right. obscene. I mean, it's normally a catch, and then a good cornerback gets a tackle immediately. Yeah, right. it's, yeah. A, it's a 12-yard game. Right. But the fact that Sauce is able to get in there and get a hand on it as well, it's you know, like yeah. like you mentioned, Chad, it's 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 all the former players just saying, like, listen, guys, you, it might not look like much, but this is unbelievable. Like, this is exactly how you're supposed to teach corners to play these type of, of routes, and it's still impossible to t- try you can't to even teach that. You can't right. even teach it. Right. Yeah. If you don't you, have it's it, like you hope you don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone has it like that. I um, don't know. Well, well, and then you also saw his, his patented, you know, where he's, you know, trailing the the drag route, and then he has the the length and then the uh, the catch up speed to get in there and, and deflect the pass when it looks like you know Alan Lazard had two or three steps on him. He has that closing speed where he's able to get a hand on it and you know deflect that pass as well. It just you know it, it's funny you keep on seeing all these like all throughout his college career it was always you know never giving up a touchdown pass in in a game you know in in coverage. And you you see it just keep getting harped over and over and over again. You're like, okay, our our team's going to challenge him and and try and take that away because it looks like it's kind of like baiting them. But now you're seeing it in the NFL that same stat lines, the same stats that he was putting up in college. You know, I, our team's going to dare to go after him. Well, Aaron Rodgers just dared to go after him, and he pretty much shut that down. So it's he shut down Jamar Chase. He shut down Tyreek yeah. Hill. He's Aaron Rodgers hasn't been able to get anything done. Like that was the thing. Remember leading up to the draft. Well, look at the Jets' schedule. Like he's right. gonna get cooked early yeah. in his NFL career, and instead is continued <laughs> to be the best cornerback on the planet. Like I, I tried to explain this to people that were outside of UC. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you understand how great this kid is. Right. You know, and, and we've talked to people that are like, look, this team had every intention of going at him. And then right. they snapped the ball and they looked over that way and went, can't throw there. Like it, it wasn't for like lack of want to, it was for lack of his guys not open. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it became the uh, intelligent decision to not even look that way. So I think you're starting to see that in the NFL as well. We saw, uh, we saw it in Miami. They stopped looking at him. What'd he do? Let's safety took Teddy B out, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's special what he's doing. Obviously it's a, a huge, huge plus for the program as, as he, he, he's a guy that also reps Cincinnati really proudly as well. So I, I mean, you know, it's a, that's a, that's a double, double whammy. Yeah. Let's say he's the best corner in football in short, relatively short order. Okay. Does that give Cincinnati three? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, yeah. My, my buddy, Bucky Cooper, shout out. He uh, tweeted today. He said, "He said if if arguably Sauce is the best corner in the league, does Cincinnati have the three best players at three different positions in the NFL?" And uh, I think the I wouldn't is yes. take anybody else at tight end. No, no. And I wouldn't take anybody else at center. No. And and now Sauce is entering that conversation at corner. What? Where, where else has that? Now, I mean, I'm sure somebody does, but there's only like 12 positions. Yeah. In the NFL, so that's if, if you've got thirty three percent, if you got the best player at a position in thirty three percent of the league, right? That's pretty good. <laughs> it's it's not half good. bad. 
not half bad. I'll tell you what, I, and of course I'll touch back on the Alec Pierce uh, touchdown reception. Uh, that that Colts, the, the the fans love him, man. It's a constantly hear everyone in the in the crowd just to talk about how how much they think Pierce is going to be a beast, and him and Pittman are the best one-two punch we've had in a while. So big big shouts to Alec for uh, coming in with that one as well. Ryan, I know he's your he's your good buddy, so uh, I I took to uh, message Ryan right afterwards. I, <laughs> I didn't message Alec right away, you know. I I don't want to <laughs> you know hop on it right away, but but I, I said Ryan, big shouts to uh, to Pierce, man. It, it, the place is rocking. It's a good way to to, to pull out a big win, um, of course for him. So man, they're uh, what, what AP have to say after the game? I know you hit him up. I didn't. I told them. I, I, I knew he was going to get bombarded with stuff, so I waited. But I was going to call him today, but I got done with my workout too late. Call him so right I'm now. Gonna, I'm gonna call him right now. <laughs> I'll call him right now. Call him right now. <laughs> right. Oh, you, you've got the – you've got the – is it going to interfere with your air, earphones? Uh, we'll see. Okay. Well, I'll put it well, on well, speaker. This, this is hilarious. Anything for Chad's birthday. It's my birthday. I want to talk yeah. to Alec. He's going to big time you. Well, he better not. He, he won't be. 8.30? What is today? Monday. 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 He's watching yeah. Monday Night Football. He's not going to answer. Time. He's date, date night. I'm going to I'm gonna have to text this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I know this Ryan's, Ryan's doing that BBP right now. <laughs> oh, well. well this, hey, so this okay. is going to be the new thing on guys that have big days. We're going to have Royer call him during the <laughs> I don't. I don't have Sauce's number. He was smart enough to give it to me. <laughs> I do. I used, to, I used to mess with him way too much. He would never trust me with that. But look, if AP's not answering you, there's zero fucking chance Sauce is going to answer a call from me. Zero. <laughs> that's yeah. a good that's a good yeah that's a good point Zero. <laughs> i mean if it was Brent, I mean, maybe maybe if you tell him you know hey we, we're on twitch too we've got a twitch stream going as well then he might yeah. be like okay well, Mod, right, bro, Mod loves that yeah let's do loves. dude he was really good i was watching a little bit last night he's really yeah, he's good, good at call of duty so is arquan arquan bush is really good too defoe was uh, really good too wasn't he yeah, I never played with them, but I knew he played a lot. The best on the team is Joel DeBlanco. He was the best by yeah. far. Really? Oh yeah, he was. He's nasty. He's like the, a war guy. What's his yeah, trash he, talk he's like? He's got like the look. Guy. He's got the look. A little what bit. would he say? Get off he me! Like, he looks like a, a Fortnite default skin. <laughs> Joel, Doesn't he look like a Fortnite default skin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. It was me, me, Joel, Perry Young, and Joey Graver. <laughs> That was our war zone squad. We'd play That's like every night. Yeah. There you go. I love Perry. That dude's so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's playing CFL. Yeah, he's back. Good for he him. Is. Yeah, I know. He Because he was at the uh, – he was always on the sidelines last year throughout the week. So, I bet AP's, AP's chilling, chilling. watching this podcast with the rest of us. He was <laughs> like, no, no, not answering. <laughs> I'm not answering that. No chance. He's, yeah. he's, saying, he's saying, I've seen how this pod has started. There's no chance I'm answering. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's Bearcats in the NFL right now, man. Uh, it's a, it's exciting to know that even on a bye week, there's constant. <laughs> <laughs> it, there is, it is. is it? 
Is it because he throws it or is it because he just snaps it in his hand? <laughs> I'm going I, like he just er, and it, I'm it going, snaps yeah. in half. I'm going with the, the desk slam. The I would desk hear slam. That That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Brent, before we move on, I did want to point out yeah. that uh, Kobe is the first player with four forced fumbles in the first six career games since the stat was tracked beginning in 2000. Golly. Unicorn. Even yeah, even Kobe's making big time plays. Which found is, his he niche. He did that all the time. He did which that is all not the time. Expected. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that punch out was his move. Like that was yeah. his move. Yeah, he's yeah. good at it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's exciting. It it is exciting yep. being able to, to to tune into any any game. You know, red zones constantly showing little highlights here and there. It's just like wow. It's a you know, it used to always just be oh, what's Travis doing today? Right. Did the Eagles win? And then now it's all of this, and it's only going to continue. Which uh, well, the crazy thing is, you're almost at a point now where you're like, "Wait, is there anybody on this team?" Like, uh, yeah. you know, you know the main, but like, <laughs> or at least like whatever game you have to watch, whether it be yeah, whatever, who are the Bearcats? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like right, tonight, who's on this team? Tonight, Mike Boone's going to get plenty of carries. <laughs> I mean, it's just wow. They they really unfortunately they really only use him as a pass catcher, but he's really good at that. So yeah, yeah. Are so you texting we'll AP see. like what the hell, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Golly. Well, it's awesome. I love that he celebrated with the mascot. That's such an alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before any of his teammates, the, the freaking horse, whatever that. The is. chest bump <laughs> with the with the colt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that thing is funny. It's a funny looking thing, and well, and and then uh, Matt Ryan gives them a big shove on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, you know they're fired up with that. But uh, yeah, big win for the Colts. Big big job for Alex Pierce. And I tell you what, it's uh, exciting to see all these Bearcats out there. You know, and exciting to see them make a play. So it's just validation. Uh, it's validation that you know what, pretty damn good last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say what you will, but but these aren't guys that are like taking time to make an impact in the NFL. These are guys that are immediately, immediately getting a chance mm-hmm. of making an impact. Yeah. Especially right. all the shit talking from other fan bases where they're like, just wait until sauce gets in the NFL. And then you'll see right. he's right. not that good. He's overrated. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're seeing it. Yeah. yeah, we are. And like seeing Kobe getting kind of disrespected on draft day, if you will. And all of a sudden he's out there making plays left and right. And, just... and this is all without Beavers who would have been a starter for the giants that are playing yep. well. Yep. yep, and be Cook's if, doing his thing. They didn't. They didn't use him a ton. I don't know if that was matchup. I thought he was related. Is he out? I thought he was out last night. Okay, yesterday. Yeah, I, I looking. I kind of took the weekend off. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, it was my <laughs> birthday week, weekend. Baby. It was a bye week. Probably not gonna have another real off weekend until like April. So I. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't do a night well i mean football and the basketball starts and they overlap yeah, and then they do you know by the time spring it, ball yeah like spring so balls back i had a, I, like we were gonna we were planning on doing a nightcap on saturday and i was like i don't i don't want to i texted Aaron. <laughs> i was like take the night off I'm, I'm we're actually gonna take a couple days off and you know it, it, i told yeah. him it's like when when the baby sleeps you sleep there's that old adage and yep. when the team when the team buys, we buy. We'll see you on. You know, we came back at it last night. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Well, I mean, the college football landscape was was 
extremely exciting on Saturday too. It's a it was fun. Good, it's good a good to be day to, to be off and watch the game. Oh yeah, I mean that that Tennessee Alabama game. I know Dave dove in head first on that one, but man, that was uh that was Dave's probably still hungover. There. Oh, Brian yeah. Cook was out in the second half. Um, okay. he was and he was even questionable going into the game. So okay. There you go. I didn't. I it was on my my. We had a birthday party for my uncle, um, so it was on the TV. But I wasn't like glued. You weren't dialed, you tapped in. in. I just when I was when I was there and looked, I didn't see six. Right, right. With and and of course the hair's gone too. So you gotta you gotta look a little little extra closely too. Yeah, you gotta right. figure it out. He doesn't look like the predator anymore. Right, exactly. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean it's fun. It's this is it, it's validation as you mentioned. It's just you know fruition truly because I I'm sure you know Coach Fickle instilled in a lot of these guys. It's like hey, anything you can do at any other school in the country, all these top schools you can do here at Cincinnati as well. And this is just fact of the matter. Take a look at what you know we're able to do with this you know six foot three hundred and sixty five pound quarterback wide receiver out of uh out of Michigan. You know it, it can happen. So. It's a. It's gonna be fun as yep. the talent continues to, to to file in and the results continue to come out for the Bearcats. So that uh, that's a good time for for a timestamp. Are we introducing it right now? Is this the the first timestamp, if you will? Yes, we are now. The timestamps are now brought to you by Quick Paper Supply. Oh. And uh, Quick Paper Supply is a local and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products. Quick Paper services over 150 restaurants with weekly, low-minimum, next-day deliveries, providing a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom-printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. They also have cleaning and restroom supplies for all your janitorial needs. Call Nick at 513-470-2029 and reference Bearcats. For 20% off your first month of purchases. Look, supply chain issues. There's there's problems getting supplies to restaurants these days. Go local and have our good friends at Quick Paper Supply take care of you today. There's your first Quick Paper Supply timestamp. Boom. Boom. Let's Quick go. Paper Supply, y'all. There we go. Chat, chat if you want to try and word uh a banner i can throw that okay. up when when you do the read okay go. quick paper supply gotta love it uh so today is chad's birthday chatty b if you will uh so i decided this will be a good time because obviously through you know last week's bcj pod and and also on the nightcaps a few times and of course on uh, the sunday brunch it was kind of just rehashing everything that happened in the in the first six weeks, kind of you know, looking at MVPs, giving giving out grades, even if grades weren't supposed to be given out, and yeah, but it it all kind of was about what has happened up to now. Let's let's take a look at maybe what we want to have happen in the future of the final six games of the regular season, and then of course championships after that. Uh, that means it's going to be birthday gifts. What are some birthday gifts, if you will, from the team? We're going to go position group. And it's going to be, hey, you know, uh, what is it out of the offensive backfield, quarterbacks and running backs, that the, the singular gift, birthday gift that you want to have in the next upcoming weeks throughout the rest of the season? And we're going to start with the birthday boy himself. 
Chad, what what would be? I know you you received plenty of gifts, but what would be the the offense backfield gift for the rest of the way? Help for the backfield. There, there's it's they're fortunate that they have some depth, but with Ryan Montgomery just coming back off the shelf. Uh, working his way back into the rotation. You've had Corey Kiner with the the finger uh, injury that he's been working through. Um, just uh, overall health so that that room is at 100%. And you can see just how great that they can be as a unit playing together. So for the backfield, I would go health. Okay. Aaron? Um, I, I was – tweeting things out you'll you'll have to repeat <laughs> mine would be Corey kiner 10 touchdowns in that okay. in this six game stretch uh, i think it's going to be big i think we need to have good inside the tackles rushing attack especially getting closer like into the red zone and the blue zone i want to see more in between the tackle runs let's get it Rushing touchdowns, I think if he has 10 touchdowns in six games, I think that means we're going to be running the ball pretty damn well. So I'm hoping for that. And I think Chuck will also be able to throw some more touchdowns in there himself. So I'm going with the 10 TDs for the man, Mr. Kiner. That would be one hell of a gift. Mine mine is a couple more Evan Prater packages. And we mentioned this a little bit on the last pod and kind of, you know, the – what you call it? The – the Mustang package, the go, go, go package, uh, you know, it just, just to, to, to keep the defenses steady, you know, even if it is in the red zone and that, you know, goal to go situations, toss them out there for a play or two. Um, I just think his speed and is, is dynamic. And I think you're seeing all throughout college football right now is, is a mobile quarterback causes a lot of problems for a lot of, a lot of opposing teams. Um, I think obviously Ben's done everything and then some to uh, have that, quarterback role completely secured but a little bit of evan here and there to to kind of keep the defense and and have a little bit of a mixed mixed up you know what are we going to do in this situation is going to be big time aaron are you you good to go now get the tight ends involved oh that's pass catchers that was great great segue get the tight ends involved. (laughs) pass catchers aaron your number one gift Way way to not do the assignment aaron that's fine Boo. Just just keep it on brand for this entire podcast right now at this point. <laughs> but yeah. Where's your guys' birthday drinks? All right. Uh uh, cheers. <laughs> Ryan, you're 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 beverageless tonight. It's a rarity, but I am. <laughs> There's gotta be something in the fridge. someone get drizzly on the line. There's not. That's how good of a weekend it was. We did, a, <laughs> we did an extinction. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm struggling through this red wine tonight. I'll be honest, but uh, anyway, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Aaron, good job with the pass catchers. Uh, you you led us into that one. Uh, tight ends more involved. Go ahead and expand expand on that. I don't know. I just I think we all expected a little more production out of both Josh and Lenny, and uh, whether that's been just a product of what's been open and. Obviously, Tyler Scott's been putting together a, a hell of a season at this point. Trey Tucker doing the same. Um, but I, I just – you have two NFL-caliber tight ends, and I would I would think that you'd start to see that showing up, at least in the stat lines at the end of the game. Okay. Ryan? 
Uh, segue right into mine. I was looking for more uh, tight end red zone use, specifically some tight end touchdowns in the red zone. I think a lot of defenses, they like to go man in the red zone, putting either like an outside backer or safety on a tight end. I think that's a matchup that I like with Lenny and Josh. I think that's matchups we can win, whether it be high pointing the ball, maybe like some seam routes or like some uh, the stick and nod route they love to run. They're so good at it. So I think we need to get those guys more involved in the red zone because my uh, gift would have to be some red zone touchdowns for Lenny and uh, Josh. Okay. Jack? I'll go in a similar vein, Ryan. Uh huh. But I'll go third down. Okay. Third down offense has struggled. Some of that is is not getting the job done on first and second down, of course. Right. But third down, who's the quarterback's tight best friend? Tight end over the middle, picking up the the necessary five, six, seven, eight yards. Uh, let's maybe when we sell scout, let's find. I agree with Ryan. Let's get them a little more involved in the red zone. Let's also get them a little bit more involved on third down because I think that solves the problem. Not only like – because if you look numbers-wise, the tight ends are being used about the same that they've been used um, at the like 21 22% range, um, which I think is is in line with where you, you kind of want it to be. But, boy, we'd all feel a lot better about them if those catches – we're keeping drives alive and, and making, you know, making the offense a little bit more efficient, a little bit more um, reliable instead of just big plays uh, or bust. Let's get the tight ends involved a little bit more on third down. And then when you get down into the red zone, let's find them in the red zone for touchdowns. Uh, so I, I think, it's a culmination of Aaron's point and Ryan's point for me. Yeah, Bring it all it together. Synergy. Beautiful. We're a team. That's, that's how a team works. <laughs> I feel like an yes. Avenger right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is, is what you said for the backfield, Chad. It's, it's stay healthy. It's, it's just health. Uh, obviously, the, the team has 19 plays of 30 yards or more, which is, I, I believe, it's top 10 in the country uh, for most – Plays over 30, 30 yards or more, and a lot of those were with, of course, Tyler Scott. Uh, if if Tyler Scott gets gets injured, you know, it, you you saw a little bit of a he has six plays of over thirty yards or more. You saw a little bit of a you know, who else is going to step up? And the depth the depth is there definitely, but you got, you got a game breaker in Tyler Scott, and then on top of that, you've got a lot of players who are starting to get the connection back with Ben and. Uh, Stay healthy, and, and you can really see some some big time moves in the second half of the season. Uh, we're going to go on to uh, offensive line, and you know, listening to the uh, Bearcat brunch, it was you know who were the the surprise offense breakout candidates, and and I was surprised neither uh, Dave nor Jeff said anything about you know Mr. Huber along that offensive line. Uh, so I think. Chad guy goes from walk on to lockdown reliable starter at tackle. Mm-hmm. That's a, if that's not a breakout surprise player, <laughs> what the hell is? Yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's that's my point. Yeah. Of view. Two cents. Yeah. Your two cents. What's uh, what? What's your one gift? Offensive trenches, Chad. Um, to continue. 
becoming consistent opening holes in the run game. Um, I think essentially it would be to stay on the path that they're on. Because I think week over week, you're seeing them get better and better at it. Uh, some of that is is Gavin getting accustomed to really being out there every play, every down, uh, getting that continuity from Coop to Gavin to, to Dio. Um, but just continue building that consistency in the run game because, I, you know, I thought USF was by far – the best that we had seen them block. Uh, the one thing I like, I, the reason I haven't been worried about it, Coach Cummings directed one of the nation's best rushing attacks, if not the nation's best rushing attack yeah. last year at Central Michigan. So it's going to get there. The guy knows what he's doing. He's not bad at the job. He's got proven results. It's just a matter of time and, and building that continuity and I, I think each week we've seen them get better and better. So just continue building that continuity. Okay. Everything Aaron, I've heard about yeah. Cummings is he's legit. He's a dog. Yeah. So yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Is is that your gift, Ryan? Uh, no, my gift was a healthy Lorenz Mets. I know you're okay. talking about. I know you're talking about like you don't really want to break up that chemistry they got, but I think that'd be good to have always have a sixth lineman that can play either guard. And a guy who was a first team um, all conference last year, who's yeah. just a force, a big body. He can move people, get in the way. So what he did last year at guard. I really liked it. He was a bitch to play against. And I'd love to see him healthy, him out there. And just, you know, maybe he's been in there. He's played with those guys for two years now. So I don't think it would disrupt much, much chemistry. So I'd like to see him back and see if he can open up some more holes inside the tackles. You especially want him back for Temple, right? I mean, when he when he yeah. says, like, I, I will break them. <laughs> I will break yeah. them. Uh, but I was going to go with uh, Health of the Wrens Mets as well. Um, so that was definitely where, where my head was at, just for all the reasons Ryan listed. And even if he's able to – we keep talking about – we talked about, especially in the preseason, iron sharpens iron. And if you're able to bring a Healthy Lorenz Mets out there who's – potentially threatening to take someone's job um, or, or earn it back. Uh, that's only I think that's to... the hard part, though. Who He's he's a right-side guy, typically. Are you putting him in for D.O. or are you putting him in for, for Huber? My point is I think that's going to continue to elevate everyone else's play. And, sure. And so that's – if nothing else, you, you end up with whoever's the best out there. And if they're able to even further elevate one another's play, then I think that that's nothing but a good thing. I think and to be clear – I think uh, they'd go – they'd go probably ahead. take out Coop, leave D.O., and maybe switch D.O. to the other side is what my guess would be. He's played left guard, so yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And to be clear, Metz has been active, but he hasn't been – like his ankle is still – as we've talked about, he, he can go mm -hmm. if they needed him to go, but rehabbing an ankle for a six foot nine, 335-pound man – it's very difficult. Yeah. Your ankle every day is like, look, bro, like, what do you, what do you want? You're, you're already hurting me when I'm healthy. What do you want from me? Like, <laughs> how, how much do you expect? How much, like, how much of a cross can I bear that I'm already taking yeah. care of half of this? Yeah. Like, you're a giant human. It's going to take a little while longer than most to, 
to recover from a, an ankle surgery for that kid? Uh, I, I agree with all you guys, but but mine is kind of kind of cut down a little bit on the sacks allowed. Um, and this is it's kind of two part with uh, with That's with ben, ben as well. It's on the line. No, I agree. I agree. But you know, sure, sometimes Ben holds the ball a little bit too long. But I I think the the offensive line would put their hands up and, and take ownership before saying it's on, you know, Ben. So maybe they work something out with Ben on certain, you know, coverages on, on the offensive line saying like, Hey, this is a quick three-step drop. My, my guy might be coming in a little bit too, too quick. Yeah. I, I just wanted to ask Royer, like, are you noticing that the sacks that aren't coverage sacks where Ben is just waiting for somebody to come open teams have, use delayed action to get to him where, you know, the linebacker will wait for everybody to engage hat on a hat. And then you see the linebacker, you know, take off. And I, I think, I don't know if that's not, not keeping a back in or not having that extra blocker, but I think teams have found something in that delayed bits blitz package. That's caused been a little bit of issues too. Yeah, it's a good scheme. It's a good scheme. It, it'll work even better when you don't have a super mobile quarterback like Ben. And I think Ben, he trusts himself. We all trust him in the pocket to be able to stand in there, step up, make a good throw. It's a hard yeah. it's a hard line to toe, you know, because you got hat on a hat for everybody. But if a guy's coming in last second, you know, the offensive scheme, it's not designed for Ben. No matter how good your guys are, you're like we can't we're not just going to pretend like we can hold off a rush for 10 seconds mm-hmm. and because then, you know, you, you just, that's just not football. You can't expect something like that, but I, I know the delay, it's a good scheme. I think, I think the O-line, I think, like you said, Brent, I think they would own their, their mistakes. Anytime someone's sacked, they're going to own that. That's the, that's the kind of guys they are. They're selfless. So I think it's a good combination between recognizing the coverages, maybe having some sort of communication to the O-line and, you know, everyone kind of doing their part, Ben, not holding it too long, O-line, trying to develop that pocket and hold it. Yeah, because, I mean, they're giving up his chaplain. Is that Were you? Uh, so my notification is the Zelda thing. <laughs> and I've got it. I bought a new phone today. And I thought I had it turned down. But in the new phone, when I turn down the volume, it just turns down the ring volume. And not the notification volume. So yes, Zelda was uh, going off a lot. I, I mean, uh, technically, you were playing Zelda. Technically, I, I was playing Zelda, um, but that's that's why the Zelda noise, the musical uh, version. Yeah, yeah, and it was funny. the The guy that sold me my phone, um, he heard it and he was like, "Is your notification Zelda?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> And he's like, ah, oh, dude, big Zelda guy. Like, <laughs> so we talked. Did we like, just become best friends? Did you buy your yeah. phone at a GameStop? <laughs> uh, but we talked for, like while my my phone information from my old phone was downloading to my new phone. Uh, we spent fifteen minutes talking about the Zelda series. So yeah. And yeah. for those wondering, Chad's text still show up green. So. <sighs> Always pain green. We got to work on that. Uh, no, <laughs> you guys would leave me alone if you guys would shut the fuck up about the green thing. I might get an iPhone. I don't believe you. Well, no, you know how I work. Exactly. Why I don't believe you? 
Well, but if someone continues to tell me to do something, I'm just not going to do it. So if you stop telling me to do something, you're maybe also, I'll... You're also very I, set in your ways to where you're just <laughs> not going to do it. Well, no. It, it, I mean, it's there's nothing superior, worse than... Android is a superior content creation device. Okay, there we go. But but it, it just it's terrible when you're like putting together a bachelor party or you know some sort of a, a big group text is, is began and then and then someone person. and then it says this guy liked this this part and it's like oh gosh someone's green <laughs> then you type and it's green and you're like all right who's got you, it you don't know whose pictures are actually being <laughs> liked you, yeah then you kick them out of the group and, and start a little <laughs> side text and which then, is great for me I don't want to be in your stupid ass group text. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, but yeah, I, that's I, what being 45 is like. That's really for what anybody this is wondering. All about. Yeah, for anybody wondering, 45, that's what being 45 is like. I don't want in your stupid ass group text. It has zero to do with liking Android over iPhone better. It's everything to do with the fact that he just doesn't want to be included in group text. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, yo, y'all, y'all group me? You have to group me? <laughs> no, no, we don't. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I think that kind of wraps up offense. Pretty I don't well. even know what that is. Group oh. me. No idea. Never heard of it. I, I think it's an app where you create groups, but uh, it sounds like an app where you like. Never mind. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> We're not going down that road. We're not going down that road yet. Uh, We're only an hour. We're not even an hour in. We like going off the rails. It's still like forty-five minutes away. All in all, the offense though has been probably better than anticipated. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of the, they're they're scoring a bunch of points. They're you know getting the ball moving. They've had unbelievable halves and then some some not un not so unbelievable halves as well. But still, it seems like it's uh, it's stronger than uh, you might have thought coming into the year. But we're gonna stick in the trenches, going to the defensive side uh, with uh, what would be the singular gift. Chad, we're going to shoot it back to you for uh, the defensive trenches. Keep doing what you're doing. Like, I, what 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 else do we need to, to do for those guys? Like, right. Keep doing. I got like, something. Keep, uh, Corleone keep, touchdown. That's what we ooh. need. That's my gift. <laughs> then he does this in the end zone. <laughs> ah, yeah. or, or one of these. <laughs> yeah okay you win come on <laughs> you win what if he sacks a quarterback and then like puts a head in the bed <laughs> covers it up there it is the helmet okay okay Corleone sack Aaron you got anything not really I mean again like they're what else could you ask for the fact that they're rotating two full lines and having the success that they're having, despite whichever line is out there, it, it truly doesn't matter at this point whether it's the first team or the second team. They continue to have dominance. It all starts at the nose tackle, and the defensive ends are just having their way because of what Briggs and Corleone are able to do for those guys on the outside. I mean, the fact that Watley is a name that we're saying regularly, I think, tells the whole entire story. Mm -hmm. How about this? Potter as well, and oh. No way. Let's yeah. go. I got that the happy awesome. birthday treatment. How about that? That's, sick. <laughs> That's awesome. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. 
Apparently, Ooh, Lepore likes you. Who, who he does. Pay? <laughs> I didn't pay anyone. Uh, speaking of pay, like the the donation is down at the bottom. If you want to send me a birthday, <laughs> <laughs> and so it begins. I'm just saying. I made it. I made it 51 minutes and 40 seconds without right. telling anybody to do that. That's pretty. Well, good. well now they know. Now they know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you guys kind of mentioned it, kind of covered it already. I, they're first in the nation tackles for loss, first in the nation defensive touchdowns. So. I'd say maybe Dante Corleone does get into the end zone. Uh, third in team sacks in the country. Uh, some some pretty hefty stats. But for me, now the tape's out there on all these new guys, you know, and, and now opposing offenses are able to see kind of, you know, what is Justin Watley's go-to and, and how do we combat against that? You know, what, what does, you know, Dante Corleone not do that we can try and exploit? You know, it, 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 right, exactly. It, <laughs> You know, just just kind of you know now that the tape's out there, what adjustments do does you know Walter Stewart and the defensive line have? And then next, also for me, is is scrambling quarterbacks. Got to figure out, and and obviously this is probably more on the linebackers, but yeah, that's more linebackers, right? It just I don't know if it's change up something schematically across the offensive line, sorry, defensive line when you're going against a scrambling quarterback because obviously it, it's been something that's been a. Uh, bit of a bugaboo uh at times so far early in the season so uh that's about it now we'll move on to linebackers and uh because he was a famous linebacker for the red and black we're gonna pass it down to mr bearcat mr ryan royer mr bearcat ryan (laughs) your your gift in the linebackers i got two well i guess one just two guys stepping up and making some more plays i'd like to see Huber and uh Deshaun Pace. Yep. Get some Huber, maybe get a couple more sacks, some QB hurries off the edge. Mm-hmm. I want to see another I want to see a couple more picks out of Deshaun. Um okay. I know he's due. He's due. He's good enough. And it's just about, you know, sometimes the ball's just gonna find you. So him being patient and getting to see him uh make some more plays second half of the year. Aaron. Uh, I want to see the improved tackling that we've seen out of Will Huber of late. Um continue and i think that it's certainly come a long way since the beginning of the season um and i'm right on board with ryan as far as i think we've seen some glimpses of deshaun uh of last year in the last couple games um, but i want to continue to see that trajectory soaring up as ivan continues to wreak havoc for offenses right. everywhere right uh as tag gets situated off I'm kind of piggybacking off what you guys are saying. You know, last year the the whole talk was about Ty Van Fossen and Deshaun Pace, the the one two punch at the you know the sniper dollar, whatever you want to call it. Just just having the ability for them to just as a duo be kind of similar to what Ivan Pace has been for the Bearcats this year. It just kind of just a dominant force between the two of them. So you know, more splash plays. You know, Ty had the huge game against USF. Deshaun had the pick six at Tulsa. But yeah, I I, I think if, as, as teams start to focus a little bit more on shutting down Ivan Pace, it's going to open up nothing but more opportunities for Deshaun and, and for Ty. So I think uh, just just more more big plays out of them is is what I would love to see. Chad, Ivan Pace be even more of a monster. Okay, I, I don't know if that's possible. Like I don't know if it's be- it's 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 possible to be better. Seven sacks in one game. This is what in the country. This is why I'm still mad that he cut his – he had a haircut that made him look like a dragon, and he cut it off before 
I think like right before the spring game. But if he still had the haircut that he originally came, man. Well, well, it was part of the 265 pounds that he came in with. <laughs> Cut the hair, take off about two extra pounds, so he's good. But yeah, um, chat just, uh, just want to see just, Ivan be an animal. Just continue, just wreaking havoc. Like, don't let off the gas. Don't don't allow teams to like scheme you out of things. Mm-hmm. Like, just continue to be an absolute menace. Uh, real quick, heard a lot about Leroy Bowers over the summer. What happened to him? He didn't have a great summer and got passed. You know, that's spring that's ball what, is kind of where he was blowing up, right? He, yeah, he had, a, he had a really good spring, but I think maybe he got a little comfortable in his, you know, development. And as like as Ryan will tell you from watching these guys come and go, you got to keep going, man. Like, you can't have a flash of success and think that you made it because a guy like sincere Lewis who passed him on the depth chart is always coming. Like there, there's always somebody from the back charging in this program. And if you don't stay aggressive and driven and, and a hundred percent dedicated to what you're doing, somebody is going to come past you on the outside, like a, a horse down the a horse race down the stretch. 100% right. Like, I remember when I was, like, when you're were when you were younger, you're the one making those strides. And towards the end yeah. of my career, my fourth and fifth year, just, like, watching the the guys in their second and third year, like, damn, these guys I used to be better than. Now they're just 20 times better than me after one offseason. So it's crazy how fast guys develop, especially when they're locked in and doing their thing. So Chad's 100% right. Well, and, and that's where the iron sharpens iron, where now Leroy sees that pushback. Now is he going to be able to step up and, and bring the bring the competition back on his end? As I I'm think sure. he will. He's as a I'm great sure. competitor. Right, right. Uh, and, and Brady's probably given them the, uh, the heck of a season of, of, of working out and, and getting yeah. prepped for, uh, for when it's their time. So, yep. yeah, um, big time shout out. So uh, defensive backfield, we roll on. Uh, Aaron. Gonna pass it over to you, my friend. Defensive backfield, single gift that you would like. I want to see more turnovers. I don't feel like they've they've turned the ball over very much, whether it be even in the secondary. I mean, we've seen Kobe now doing some things with forced fumbles from the secondary. So I don't care whether they're interceptions or forced fumbles, but whatever the case, I think that this secondary needs to start creating more turnovers, more opportunity for the offense to get back on the field. Ryan, mine is um kind of a little bit more of a how to put this. I want to see more out of Jay Shep because I know I know he's talented and I think he's had the first half of the year under his belt and I think he's going to get better. So I'm expecting him to kind of like come into his own a little more, mm-hmm. and that's what my my hope. I'm hoping I think he will as well, and that's what my gift is coming. Uh, hoping to be seeing him kind of take off and establish himself as more of a lockdown corner of the boundary. That's kind of where I was going as well. Kind of what both of you guys are saying, splash plays, you know, they have six, six interceptions on the team so far. And Sean's got one, you know, threats has one, two for Javon, uh, one for Arquan, one for Taj Ward. I, I want to see, you know, Shep get in there and, and, and get a big play. You know, I want to see, 
uh, you know, Sammy Anderson possibly come away with one as well. You know, you, you've got a big chance against Tanner Mordecai and SMU this weekend. They, the fourth best passing offense in the country right now. They throw it a throw lot. the throw the football around. They are quick. Time of possession is super low for them, but because they like to go go go. But it's uh, it's going to be a chance for the for all the corners and and the and the safeties to to get out there and make make some big plays. So uh, I I do want to see just some more big splash plays out of out of the back. I I think Hicks has done a great job with that. I think you see threats doing some, but you know if if Shep, as you mentioned, Brian can take that next step and, and make some more plays like that, then I the more the merrier. Chat kind of the same or no I I, I want to see the continued development of Brian threats oh yeah because I think we are just on the cusp of seeing another I don't want to say the next great Cincinnati safety because it just seems to be a position that 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 coach Hitchler is just right. churning out monsters right now mm-hmm. but how like in all honesty, how much difference did that defense look with him sitting out the first half of USF? Like that's, that's not something, you know, we've talked a lot about a lot of guys on this defense. I don't think we've talked enough about Brian threats. And right. I think that was magnified um, in the USF first half when he was not available. And uh, I think he is just developing at a rapid rate. He's a big time playmaker. Yeah. Maybe he's a little smaller than some of these guys that, that have, you know, made that star turn, but James Wiggins wasn't a big dude. Like he was a absurdly freakish dude, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a big guy. Yeah. Um, And, and threats while he's not as freaky, he has some of those qualities, I think. And I think part of the defense continuing to improve is threats continuing to become more and more comfortable uh, in a, a, uh, above the fold, the newspapers are dead. Nobody reads newspapers anymore, but that was a big term in newspapers above the fold threats okay. needs to be an above the fold guy. I you, think threats is a combination of, there, I, I think threats is like a little hybrid of cook and Wiggins. He reminds yeah. me of like, he has like that, that kind of like that twitch, that like explosiveness of wigs and just that head hunting, just, knockout power flying around, downhill yeah. flying around like how b cook did yeah i agree uh special teams real quick uh obviously punt team's been dominating uh outside of that you know uh, ryan montgomery's working back from from his injury uh kickoff returns kind of been a little bit non-existent this year uh ryan co obviously had the struggles against arkansas but he's he's been pretty solid since uh as far as special teams go, just quick quick gifts out of you guys for the special teams. No right. missed kicks the rest of the the year. Okay. okay. I like that. Aaron? I'd be guys? okay even if we don't miss a kick. Like, just don't miss a kick under 40, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Make the ones you're supposed to make. Like, right. Yeah. Because, look, we'll, like, we'll get into it as the week goes along, but this yeah. is the biggest two-game stretch of the season. Like yeah. Both of these games are games if you don't play well, you, there's going to be a chance you lose. And especially can't for a team points. that's yeah, a team that struggled on third down, like you can't leave points on the field right. because you couldn't run a kicker out there because you had no confidence in it. Well, we already well, fixed Andy. that, Aaron. We're going to throw to the tight ends more on third down. 
We, yeah. And then in the red zone, we're going to do that again. Happy birthday. We fixed it. Come on. Yeah. We self-scouted. <laughs> and, but, and there you go. But also, you know, as you guys are mentioning, it's it's in these next two games, you you, you have to score points. You, you've got to stack points on points. So if, if one of those is a fourth and 12 and, you know, Luke's not feeling like, like rolling the dice too much on a fourth and 12, then, Co, you got to go out there and make it. I agree with you guys. I want to see a punt return for a touchdown. Uh, Ryan Montgomery's been pretty close to breaking some. I, you know, quickly, do you guys know the last time that the Bearcats returned a punt for a touchdown? Little Trey Tucker. little trivia for you. Uh, a punt geez. for a touchdown. Yep. I know we came close a couple times. I don't. It wasn't when I, I was know. there. 2009, a guy by the Marty. name of Marty Gilliard. I, I mean, when in doubt on a on a special teams play, the answer is probably Marty. I just didn't think it would have been 13 years. Yeah. So There's Coach Mason not- would always drill it like he's like, we need to get one. We're so close. We were close so many times. It was like a big point of emphasis when I was there. Yeah. So it against, just, against Marty was so Southeast special, Missouri man. State. Oh, yeah. He was. Marty was so, so special. Seeing Ryan get one in would be awesome. Uh, it was so. the Puka shells. Yeah, it had to be the Puka shells. He was super good. Uh, and did, then did last, you know one, much about Marty Gilliard, Ryan? I knew I knew about the catch. Um, I knew that he was like one of the best, the best ever at UC. Yeah, he lived um, out of his car. He was homeless. no, no. So, I did not know that. So in between D'Antonio and Kelly, Marty was. Marty, it was a little bit of a problem child, a tiny bit, not like a major like issue, but like one that like can drive coaches crazy. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so D'Antonio kind of removed him from the team. So he didn't have housing. Uh, and then the coaching change happened and Marty was hell bent on like getting his spot back. So he like was working up on short vine at different places and living in his car. Wow. And then when BK got here, he talked BK into uh letting him come back on the team and and one of the 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 Bearcat greats of all time the legend was born that's awesome almost never happened like it you know you know what's crazy the whole story well besides that i don't think that ha- 08 and 09 that doesn't happen without marty gilliard no no sure. oh yeah i mean like he, they're good he, but they're not great he was like they they don't part. take the step they took like being at that pit game when yeah. Pitt went up 31 to 10, we were, I was on the sideline. And that was the first time I had ever seen that team lose confidence. Heads were down. Like there, there was this feeling that we came all this way and we're not going to get it done. Like we failed. Yeah. And then they kicked to Marty. Marty takes it to the house. It's 31 17 going into the half. Obviously, the rest is history. But instantly, 15 seconds after everybody was the most depressed I've ever seen them. It was like, it just, it, it clicked back of like, nah, no, 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 we're not, we're not going out. Yeah. Brian, Brian Johnson free at last was, yeah. uh, was what they were saying. And, and you know what? Yeah. Pike, Pike to Vins probably doesn't even happen. If it, if it's not for that Marty Gilliard kickoff no. return for a touchdown, they get so. blown out in that game. Yeah. If Marty doesn't take that kick to the house. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, yeah, his his one touchdown catch where he you know runs into the to the kid in the stands afterwards. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I picks him up, gives him a hug. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he just became a, a big time favorite. And people forget the game at Oklahoma. He just went off. I think he set the record for most, most yards. You know, all-purpose yards, you know, yeah. by Bearcat. And he just, I mean, he was so good. You know, he, when he, I mean, and he was he was he, in the Heisman talks for a yeah. while with Pike. He was the best. He was the best bubble screen guy I've ever seen. Yeah, like the bubble screen doesn't work. It's it's a you know, it's a play designed to fail with as much speed as teams are putting on the field now. But because Marty, like that was, that was creating a special teams environment for Marty in the offense. Yeah. Where he had that ability to just weave is like to see one, one guy ahead. Like they always talk, Barry Sanders, they always talked about that. He saw two guys ahead. So he had already juked out the first guy and the second guy, and he was working on the third guy. Marty had that in space and they would run that bubble screen to him and it felt like it was 30 yards minimum and he probably took what brent three of those four of those to the house oh yeah oh yeah where like anytime you saw pike step back and give that turn and hit marty it's like all right well here's 40 like like (laughs) we're in scoring position now he was unbelievable man he was really really good um so yeah, that's uh that's it birthday gift wise. Uh I I mean it's a number 21 Bearcats. They have they have a chance to really kind of extend some streaks and you know with a win Luke Fickle becomes the winningest coach in in program history. If he's able to do that at SMU, you also get, you know, the record for most consecutive wins in a uh against conference teams. So a lot riding on this weekend. Uh but hey, just go out there and uh, and win. So twelve noon kickoff, eleven local time down there in Dallas. Uh, it'll be uh, be a good one. And we, Royer, yeah, okay. what are you doing Saturday? What am I doing Saturday? I am going to be in Brown watching my brother play football. How about next First time? UCF game. I'm not sure what I'm doing. You're my you. guest at the Holy Grail. Okay, if I if I can, I will be there. You got my word. We don't have many road games left. You, I know gonna, you got you gotta you gotta make it for one of these. I know I do. The Holy Grail. Give I the do. people what they feelings, want. The, my feelings will be hurt. Something something I, I tells you that road game at Temple's got got you know was, written all over. You know who was at the table next to me? Who? Bolden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he told me about that. I was with Bolden, Bolden this week. Bolden and like six chicks. He, he didn't have a single guy. It was Bolden and man. six chicks watching the game. Yeah, I don't know which Bolden. one he was there with. He might not have been there right. with any of them. He's got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. Okay. Well, I don't I know if she, she was, was there. there. <laughs> <laughs> she better have been or he's been exposed. Well, maybe yeah, it was all her friends, and they just like, you know, I can't go, but my crew is coming with you yeah. to the Holy Grail. But he was at the table next to me at the at the last watch party. I like one of these like okay, you can't you got you're gonna go watch your brother. That is a forgivable excuse. Yeah. That's an excused absence. Yeah. UCF, 
You've got, you know, 12 days. Come on. <laughs> hey, if Ryan comes, you can't come with Royer Light. You got to come with Royer Full. There is no hey, Royer Light. No, what the hell is a Royer Light? It's zero or a hundred. It's baby. his little brother. <laughs> <laughs> my little brother's my little brother is bigger and dumber than me. Hard to believe. Wow. Come on. Come on. He, no way. Ask any of my friends. Any anyone that's met him on the team. Who's who's more of a dumbass? You're, he, they're gonna tell you him. Him and his teammates don't play fan, they play window, right? <laughs> <laughs> They play roof. They jump they on the roof. roof. Let's, let's go through it. <laughs> no, yeah, I it, obviously a lot riding on this uh, this weekend. Really tough two game stretch on the road. Bearcats have had SMU's number uh, last last couple of years. There's no doubt about that. But pretty pretty potent offensive attack. Uh, Bearcats have a chance to come out there. Fickle coach teams are four and one following uh, buys. I I think obviously the one memorable one was at SMU, and then of course last year. At uh, Notre Dame, so it's a big one. Is this true or false? Your brother broke a fan with his head. It is true. That is so, Natty right there. Yeah, hey, that Natty Natty would back me up right there. He uh, put his head in a fan, and he broke off one of the pedals, I guess, of the fan, and we had to had to take him to Children's Hospital. <laughs> we're both we're both drunk off of our ass, sitting in Children's <laughs> in the. In the wait in the room waiting he, for like the ER waiting on. room, yeah. We're in the actual he room. He got operated right? on. Yeah, he got stitches. And I like I don't think you should never be like at the verge being so drunk you have to throw up in a children's hospital. It just feels wrong. We've been there. <laughs> like I'm like looking around, yeah, like, do I throw up in the do I throw up in the sink? And they're like, I can't. He's about to get stitches. I have to get my shit together right now. Your parents must be so proud. <laughs> oh, my mom was not happy. Music to my ears, Ryan. <laughs> How can you like you have to play that engineering card like heavy, right? Like, I know I'm an idiot, but I got an engineering degree, so it can't be that bad. Yeah, what's your brother okay. like what's your brother majoring in he's biomedical engineering <laughs> <laughs> at brown so at brown. Uh, there yeah. we go <laughs> what yeah yeah i mean Ch do. chad you know this uh, i know the, the smartest ones are the ones that usually uh, <laughs> got a little got a little something like to get rattles a little when they do this yeah. the, the Royer family is the living embodiment of the Neanderthal just evolution. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is smart, but this guy also dumb. <laughs> Very yeah. true. It's the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> yeah. Who's dumber tonight? I love it. I love it. Well, uh, that's oh, good timestamp time. Uh, birthday oh, gifts. Yep. Birthday, birthday stamps birthday uh you know what i tell you what a big birthday gift for me this weekend would be a big uh big win big at SMU. how about that gotta yeah. get the dub we'll go ahead the timestamps brought to you by our new sponsor if you've got a a restaurant uh a business that needs uh non-food or non-food products quick paper supply your locally and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products quick paper services over 150 restaurants with weekly Low minimum next next day. 
That's the key. Next day, you order it today, you'll have your stuff tomorrow. Providing a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. They also have cleaning and restroom supplies for all your janitorial needs. Call Nick at 513-470-2029 and reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of purchase. And look, this is what we do. Somebody wants to support us. The community supports them. If you are in the market for these type of things, worst case, give Nick a call, get a quote, get a, you know, see what they've got to offer and see if they can find something to, uh, to help you out. They are with us for the next three months. Uh, minimum, they a little trial run here with quick paper supply. The, lo- the more you guys support them, the more quick paper supply will continue to support us and allow me to send money to Brent, Aaron, and Ryan. For whatever it's worth, they've been around since 2009, and they are one of the largest minority-owned companies in the city. Yes. So Boom. let's uh, let's help them out. Give it a call. All right. What else you got, Brent? Are we are we, time, are, we uh, are we mailbagging it or? Uh, well, a little bit of here? basketball. A little bit of basketball. Uh, okay. And and obviously you're gonna have a lot uh, on the BCJ pod, but I I figured we could touch on real quick. AP poll came out today. The first preseason AP poll. Bearcats not. Not receiving any votes, but there is uh, Houston there at number three. Uh, and then, of course, you look a little bit further down, Arizona at 17. It's uh, it's just proof that, hey, it's, it's inching closer one step at a time. Arizona, obviously, in the first round matchup there in Maui. Uh, Chad, you touched on it in the nightcap with Aaron. Kind of, you know, just uh, just some some quick observations, quick, quick, you know, birdie views, if you will. Yeah. Uh, at your first practice that you attended, uh, kind outside of, of defensive boot camp, right? Exactly. So uh, now that it's been you know a few days past, anything more that kind of perked into your mind as far as what you know first first observations of what you've been able to see, and of course, I I don't know if we can divulge into to other secrets that might have happened uh, this this past weekend as well. But uh, as I, as I someone, haven't heard a ton on that. Um... Apparently it was uh, it was pretty close for most of the the, the day on Sunday. Uh, it sounds like UC went a little cold from the perimeter late, um, and that, I think that's one thing that's that's at least as this team starts to find its identity, they're gonna need. And this isn't the way this team is built. This isn't shocking. They're gonna need their perimeter guys to play well, right? Because they don't have at this point. Somebody you can throw the ball into in the post and say, give me a bucket. bucket." Right. Um, So, you know, this is a team, especially Landers Nolly, Jeremiah Davenport, David DeJulius, on nights where they're shooting well, or at least two out of the three are shooting well, it's going to be a really good team. If you get into a stretch where they're all cold or two or three are cold, two of three are cold at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's going to be quite a bit more of a challenge for this team because of the way the roster is constructed. So, I, you know, uh, I I think the, the the whole secret scrimmage thing to me is just one of the dumbest things out there. It's like, well, it's an yes. issue. Well, let make make no mistake. Yeah. If coaches didn't want it that way, it wouldn't be that way. Right, right. True. I, I'm well, not putting a lot of blame on the NCAA here. Yeah. Coaches want these things. And what unless you win, then you want to, yeah. Let's then you want to, you know, Ohio releasing the the highlights and then yeah. pulling them yeah, back, and then immediately deleting them. Yeah, it's like okay. right, like 
if you if you win, no matter what, like if it's close, you know, five, six, seven points, whatever, you want everybody to know that you won. Mm-hmm. If you lose, probably rather keep it super secret. Yeah, That's which is the reality of the situation. Which is where we are. I I guess my next question would be kind of when roles will start to be developed with this group because I think this is like one of the deeper teams out there with so many unknown like yeah you know where's where's x player gonna fit and can x y and z be on the court together i I, is it gonna take a bit for roles to be figured out and i mean i hopefully by maui you're you're able to kind of figure out okay this is starting five this is the first maui's what three games yeah three or four games in i it's a Right. It's, I, it, you know, you mentioned Jarrett Hensley getting time at the five, you know, I, which, which is, it might, might've been just based off of what was needed in that practice. But still, I, I think that's a good look. I, you see NBA teams like the Raptors have done that a lot with uh, Pascal Siakam at the five and, and kind of have that. Especially in, in today's game, if you're not playing a team that has a dominant post presence. Yeah. Why not play a guy that can switch everything? Right. And like give you a different look defensively because I don't think anybody on this team at the five is going to be a 12 point a game scorer. Right. Right. So if you've got a bunch of interchangeable parts, like what worked for Houston for the longest time is having quality (laughs) size and length one through four Mm -hmm. guys that could stretch the floor, guys that could get in the lane, guys that could, you know, create one through four. And then, 15 fouls at the five. Yeah. And if you're talking Vic, Odie, Kalu, and then you, you throw potentially Hensley in the mix, that's 20 fouls. <laughs> you can throw at people at the five. That's a lot of banging. Well, a lot of banging. And you, she said. <laughs> Amen. And uh, Royer when he was a sophomore. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. junior, junior and senior year, it went downhill. I agree. Royer, but, Royer. Royer was always a good, nice guy. Good for you, man. Good for you. That, that makes one that. of us. That makes one of us. So, uh, you know, it's, yeah. and it's also you were sticking yeah. your head in fans, not in. Never yeah. Keep going. I, didn't have, I didn't have time to talk to women. You had lab that Alec wasn't leaving you alone about in the morning. Yeah. Roy, you're going to be there. Roy, you're going to be there. Roy, you're going to be there. <laughs> Yep, you know. There we go. There we yes, go. Alec, nerd, leave me alone. Go play in the NFL, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I got a happy birthday from his dad just a little bit ago. Hey, baby. Oh, Greg? Oh, I love Greg. Greg's great. The Greg's best. One of my favorite people. Oh, yeah, he's the the best. The best. One of my favorites. He might actually be watching this because he yeah, usually he checks is. out the BCJ content. Greg's the man. And so, hi, Greg. I love you, Greg. There you go. I so also you've heard you know during the AAC media day and and different interviews here and there is that you know West is starting to implement a little bit more of his defensive you know full court three quarter court different yeah. you know, schemes that he wants to run with without a legit rim protector if you will you have the ability then with with a Hensley or you know with some of these interchangeable even guys. Odie or, or yeah. Kalu like those guys are mobile dudes right right. I can run around and and you know kind of just be that be that guy that maybe goes to to steal a, a long pass instead of sit back and, and protect the rim. So I, I think that gives you a lot of 
different things to uh, to kind of play around with. Um, but I mean, aside from that, anything else that you kind of took away from the team? I know you you mentioned Josh Reed quite a lot. Are you seeing just based off of what you were able to see from practice and, and hear from others? Is, is it are the freshmen seeming like they're going to be a part of the rotation? At, at least Dan and Josh initially. Dan is going to be for sure. With Josh, I think the difficult part is where do the minutes come from? Right. At the four. Um, right. And and I don't know that, that he's ready at the three quite yet. Um, I, I do think he is a guy that I think as, you know, he develops, will be able to play both spots. I don't right. give that connotation to many guys mm-hmm. um, because it's just you're kind of, to me, either one or the other. Either you have the ball skills to play the three or you have the the size uh, necessary to play the four. I do right. think he has a little bit of both. Um, like I told Aaron on Thursday, man, the thing that just caught me was any time like there was an opportunity for him to make the right play, he yeah. made it. Like whether it, and like I like I said, it it wasn't like he was doing. And if you go back and watch what I was talking about, is I think he had five different cuts to the rim, right? Where he scored or got fouled, and four of them were different than the one before. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't just making the same cut and beating the defense the same way. There was one in transition where he filled late from the left wing. And as everybody collapsed into the lane and the ball drove to the rim, his action to cut late created an opportunity. It was either Rob or Micah to hit him with the pass, trailing the play for an easy layup. He cut baseline for a play. He cut from the top on a, on a pick and roll where he dove behind the drive, like just different stuff where it's like, okay, this is a kid that like, he knows what he's doing. He's not standing around. He's not watching the ball. He's not waiting for something to happen. He's saying, I'm going to take this into my own hands. I'm going to take my production into my own hands and make something happen offensively for my team. And the result was an easy bucket. So then what happens? We talk about what gets on tape, what what people have. All of a sudden, now teams have to tag Josh Reed wherever he is. And maybe that creates an extra lane or an extra, you know, six inches for a guard to split a gap and get a layup. Right. Because Josh Reed's man has to to tag Josh Reed because they know he can beat you with these cuts from anywhere. And he's good with the ball in his hand. He's got a – it's a little bit of a funky shot, but it goes in from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just one of those young guys that and, – and Royer, I'm sure, can talk about this in football. There are some guys that just <clears> – <throat> They know the game and it's obvious pretty quickly. Like even when things are still too fast for them, mm-hmm. even when they're not ready, you see stuff out of them that you're like, Ooh. <laughs> Brian cook his first year, the year he, he redshirted. Yeah. I thought we like, you could see that, right? The minute that dude stepped on campus, it was like, huh? Ahmad. This guy's kind of different. Like this guy Ahmad, yeah. knows what the hell he's Ahmad. Yeah, he knew he was so smart. knew knew the game so well. He was well coached. How does that too. does that play out more in in meeting rooms than it does necessarily on the field early? Like I'm curious. Notice, are you saying like can you notice it more in the meeting rooms? Well, like yeah, like does it like? I'm sure most freshmen just like are like freshmen. 
They sit in the oh, back yeah. of the room. They hide. Is a guy like Ahmad like like talking in in the meeting room? I, Not that you were in his room, but like you know what I'm well, saying. Well, I. I'd say like the way he was able to progress so quickly shows that he had to been advanced and doing things that other freshmen weren't. I didn't have the yeah. chance to know um, because more, normally it's more like position. That's where like 80% of our film is done is with our position coach. Right. So I wouldn't get to see, but he had to have been just miles ahead because that's how he practiced. Like he was always like he was as a freshman, he was like chopping it up with the, upper class starters like the whole time about like schemes and routes and coverages and technique. No, he might've looked like one, but he, he didn't play like one. Football wise. He was not a baby. Yeah. No. Joel, the Blanco, excellent football mind, very intelligent. Will Huber has a great football mind. Um, Yeah. Those are the guys that I've been around that Perry young. He, he, didn't really, he couldn't tell you what he was supposed to do, but he would he always do it. Yeah, yeah, that was Brian Wright. Oh, uh, by the time he was in his last year, he was he was pretty solid, pretty solid when it came to knowing the defense and knowing the mic spot. I think I Joel might have had – Yeah, was a good dude. Yeah, he was. Joel uh, had a, Joel's a little bit more, I guess, film savvy than him, I guess you could say. Polished. That's fair. Yeah. So we'll film savvy. Uh, Chad, I know you hate player comps, but I, you know I, I just hear all this stuff about Reed, and, and it just reminds no, me of Jaquan it's not Parker. Gary Clark. Ja- Jaquan ja- Parker. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> he liked. That. I, don't, I don't know that he's as like. Uh, like Park was gritty, man. Right, right. Park, Park, Park will tell you. Park was from the wrong side of the tracks. Like he mm. grew up in a bad area of right. like Newport News, Hampton, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that Josh, because Josh is a really smart kid from a great family. Right. This is not a knock on Josh. I don't know that Josh has lived through some of the stuff that Park, because of his environment, lived through. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an interesting comp, though. It's interesting. I don't know, like, the most heroic performance I think I've ever seen in a UC basketball game was Jaquan Parker against Florida State. Right, yeah. Everybody talked rightfully so. The Deion Dixon play and how great Cash was and Yancey and SK was really good. But they Park don't win that game. with dudes, yeah. Park was banging with seven footers. He was getting elbowed in the head going for yeah. rebounds. Yep. Not because it was dirty, but because he was seven inches shorter. I've never had a reaction to a team as I did that Florida State team when they came out of the locker room for, like, warm-ups. Because they had, I think I think it was five or six guys, 6'10 to 7'4". And their their starting center was 30 years old. Right. He fought in a war. <laughs> he did. Legitimately. He was fought in a, Afghanistan. Was this at the same time they also had Chris Winkie? <laughs> no. No. Bernard James was his name, right, Brent? Yeah. James, yeah. That dude was like 6'10 and fought in Afghanistan, Royer. Could <laughs> That's you imagine? Insane. 
That yeah, I don't even. He was definitely the he was definitely the LMG guy. He was carrying the big gun. <laughs> and and like he was carrying so, two of them. And Park was, was like, and Joe on. DeBlanco was controlling him from behind. Yeah. <laughs> Park was like, let's go. I ain't scared of this shit. Like, and that was that was because of how Park where Park was raised. Like, right. But I love but, it. but as far as like basketball, like like Park knew where to be on the court at all. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not denying that part. I'm just saying like I I think their their demeanor might be a little bit different. Right. But I'm intrigued when you said that because I think they they have maybe some similar basketball IQ. Yeah. And we need to get Park on. Oh yeah. I don't talk to Park in ages. I love Park. Oh yeah. That's my guy. He's a man. Uh, and and of course, yeah, it, right after the brawl, that that small ball group, it, that's, that's what, what they changed did. Park at the four. That's what yeah. changed everything. Was playing Park at the four during right. that that stretch. Yep, yep. So and and it sounds like that's kind of what Reed has that positional you know flexibility as well. So potentially, yeah. Excited to see what what he brings and uh, what the team brings. Are are you going to be at practice again this week and then? Up on BCJ um, Pod or I might be there tomorrow. Yeah. They're they're letting us double dip tomorrow with an open football practice and an open basketball practice. Mm-hmm. Uh football practice generally ends at 4:30. Basketball practice starts at 4:30. There you go. So it's gonna it's gonna I'm supposed to talk to the Godfather tomorrow. Oh are are you um, taking Skyline with you? No, but I'm gonna ask him how much that has like caught on around town like his skyline order get a couple chalitos i would have house one right now <laughs> yeah, French fries. oh my gosh put anything in there just throw it all in there uh but yeah uh had to talk a little basketball it's getting closer and closer a people coming out kind of you know obviously kind of flips the switch a little bit more um i'm really excited for this this group i think uh i think they're gonna be good I don't read into a super secret scrimmage. I don't think too much. I'm, you don't really know how They're much this with really going and on. Rotations yeah. and you know, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's inching ever closer. Uh, obviously, we'll before we hop in the mailbag, timestamp real quick. Obviously, uh, shout out to them. But I've had more like happy birthday stuff I've had to react to since Lapore put that tweet out then uh all day then it's just so, thanks to chris lapore uh quick paper supply your locally and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products quick paper services over 150 restaurants with weekly low minimum next day deliveries providing a wide range of food service products from to-go containers cups custom printed products echo friendly and much more they also have cleaning and restroom supplies for all your janitorial needs um Products like to-go containers, cups, pizza boxes, to-go bags, can liners, napkins, etc. Open since 2009. One of the largest minority-owned companies in the city. Call Nick at 513-470-2029 and reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of purchases. And again, huge thank you to Quick Paper Supply, the newest member of the Bearcat Journal family. Welcome in, baby. Welcome in. I want to uh, like. I want to have them send me stuff so I can test it out. But like, I don't know what. I don't know what to have them send me. You do a little, little live uh, use of it and say, "Look how right." That's what I'm saying, but like, is. 
do I is do I have them send me like um have them send me some form of to go cup to drink my bourbon out of? Yeah, with their logo with like on a, it. With the logo on it. Oh, I'll do that. Ooh. Okay, I like it. And, and obviously, a large utility fan, we can send to Ryan. Uh, with Let's their go. logo on it. <laughs> Need that with their logo on it. Uh, you just sweat, right? Ryan's just a sweater. Oh, yeah. He's got to sign like a waiver, though, like <laughs> to where they're not responsible for any damage that comes from sticking their head into said yeah, fan. Yeah, because Ryan, I, I worry if you put a fan in front of him, he just like he's gonna stick his head into it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, football picked up another commitment. Brian Sims. Uh, craziest thing about him is he he loves uh, feet. He wants to become a podiatrist and. Uh, <laughs> He's fascinated by. Look, after last night's House of the Dragon, you you got to be careful whoa, about the whoa, way whoa. you're mentioning feet, bro. I I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. Interesting, awkward. but but he's awkward. a but he's a very good. Fucking awkward. I'm just gonna say that. Okay. Well, well, I need to watch it still, so let's not let's not spoil anything. Uh, but man, I I retweeted one of one of his clips of a sack he had. Looks like he's got you know some IJ Sanders type burst off the edge. He, he's, he's what they're looking for at defensive end. They're looking for another right. one of those long speed, you know, you know, duck duck under a, a left tackle and be at the quarterback before the guy can turn his hips. Yeah. And he looks he looks to have a lot of that to his game. And he, here's what I think, here's what I'm confident about in Brian Sims. They didn't like they weren't going to be in bad shape if they didn't go get one of those guys. Right. This is the guy that they zeroed in on based on his senior film. Mm-hmm. He is a guy that plays for an elite high school program that produces multiple, multiple, multiple division one prospects every year. Tom, thank you. Somebody finally with a damn birthday donation. Tonk. And it's Tonk. Of course it's Tonk. It's always Tonk. There we go. <laughs> um, so aggressive. Tonk will be in in attendance. I'm at trying the to drum people up, like as we get into the mailbag. Like, if you want to send me some birthday money, send me some damn birthday money. This bourbon doesn't buy itself, people. Hey, um, <laughs> um, but they're looking for that quick twitch edge rusher mm-hmm. to, you know, they hope like Mario Eugenio develops yep. into one of those guys. Right, how much difference does it make when you have one of those guys that makes offensive linemen jumpy? Yeah. That, that no. makes a whole offense like my Jay just made people uncomfortable. Yeah. It helps everyone. It helps in the run, it helps in the pass. It's it's very very versatile. I mean, you don't see it a lot. You don't see DNs that can go and do what my Jay did. And I think it made our defense so much better. So having guys more like Majay with that speed style, it's going to open things up for linebackers on blitzes. It's going to open things up on the interior. So uh, anyone like Majay is going to be good for the Cats. Yeah. Righty. I it, you know I started to see some some flashes from Jamal Williams as well. I'm I'm hoping maybe as he continues to develop in the program, he could take another step. He's kind of got that burst off the edge as well. So, uh, yeah. Big time uh, commitment with Sims. Obviously, uh, bring him in and uh, get him with Brady. And before you know it, he's he's going to be a beast. Uh, then, of course, I, 
are we thinking this might be kind of wait waiting time as far as football recruiting yeah, goes? Yeah, or? I mean, unless something like this where yeah. they find a guy that they're really, really um, intrigued by, captivated by, I, I don't see – like they're at 22 yeah. high school commits. This is not going to be a giant graduating class like last year was. Right. Um, so remember, now the 25 is gone. So there's no – restriction on how many guys you can add high school transfer portal whatever but you still have the 85 man roster limit right and this just this isn't a a monster senior class like last year so you're not going to have a ton of turnover and again like we talked about one of those reasons is guys don't want to go like they don't want to transfer and we've talked to ryan about this he can attest to it again when you're in a great situation and you've got great coaching and you've got great teammates and you're working every day with Brady and his staff, you're winning, you're winning, you're successful. Like you're in a great campus environment. There's not like, there's not a lot of guys that are unhappy, right? Like Ryan, how, like 100%, how much did man. you guys have to deal with? Like, well, we, we know this guy's not happy. Brendel birthday bourbon. Thank you again, Tom. My man. <laughs> Shameless. Let's go. Shameless. And he asked for my he asked for my address. He said he's mailing me some stuff too. You guys Let's need to step go. your game up. He's gonna Not show up level. at your he's gonna show up at your door. He's the gift. Well, if he uh, lived in Cincinnati, I'd be a little <laughs> he lives in Dallas. So I'm Pretty just, sure he's just going to send me some stuff. Just kidding, Tonk. You I, know, yes, I, we're having fun. You know we love you. Yeah. So, but guys uh, are happy, Ryan. Guys, oh, guys yeah, that's the best. That's the best. But this program, it's taken off. We're going to the Big 12, too. Guys are going to want to be a part of that. Uh, the campus is blowing up. I'm, I'm telling you, since he's the place to be, football, school, no one – no, I can't see how anyone would want to leave, and that's why no one is. There we go. Uh, Basketball-wise, recruiting real fast. Uh, LeBron, LeBron, maybe, is Phylon. Uh, LeBaron. LeBaron. LeBaron? LeBaron? Yeah, okay. LeBaron Phylon. Phylon, he uh, dropped his top eight, 2004, 2024 point guard. Bearcats are in the top eight. It's a pretty pretty solid top eight as well. Bama, you got, Michigan, you got, Arkansas, Auburn. Yeah. You got him. You've got Jace Richardson. Like Jace a, Richardson, yeah. you're you're starting to develop like a a list of guys that are pretty obvious that the staff is um, heavily interested in going into this high school season, and then obviously into you know when we get into the commitment range for a lot of those guys in the spring and summer. So yeah, some more to watch there, uh, and then of course, 2023. Keep on pushing. Uh, we'll see if anything happens else there. Uh, but I think it's time for the mailbag. Stamp mailbag that boy. It. Stamp that boy as a little uh, little recruiting talk. And then uh, talking recruiting. And then it's time for the BBP mailbag. Time for Ryan Royer to take the spotlight. I'm trying to be as ahead of the game. And I yeah. didn't have the through what minute. Ah, you're good. 142. Perfect. All right. Goodness. So many moving pieces here. Chad, do you want to do another read for the timestamp? Uh yeah, we can do another one. 
Quick Paper Supply, your local and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products. Providing a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. Call Nick at 513-470-2029 and reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of purchases. Very good. All right. Boom, baby. And you, you could step in next and be the sponsor of the mailbag. Not, oh, yeah, not me. You, you, the listener. Not, not the me. listener. Not Aaron. I mean, you could, Aaron. I could I'll take your money. I'm, I'm not paid enough. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, football section of the mailbag here. Uh, another segment that could be sponsored by you, the listener. Oh, okay. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, the mailbag. Oh. The timestamps are covered for three months. Nope. The mailbag wide open. It could be wide. you. All right, uh, Bearcat Nation 11 asks, uh, sounds like Trestle was in Ironton and someone was there to take in Detroit King versus Detroit Cast Tech. Do we know who else the staff had eyes on during the bye? I believe there was more to that question. Um, no, I took can, the weekend off. Can be a key time for recruiting and in personal evaluations. Was there a recap of USF visits or did I miss it? You missed. No, you didn't miss it. Um, Mick and I have had a conversation about that. Um, I, I'll check. This week, I took the weekend off. Um, Kelly was in the hospital for three weeks, and she was out. So I spent some time with her, spent some time with family, and did did not make recruiting calls, did not really do much of shit other than rest and hang out with family and uh, not do anything. Birthday. And And I knew I was going to have to work today, so I had to take advantage over the weekend. Do you think Tress was probably visiting that uh, the linebacker probably yeah. to commit from Ironton? I I saw that yeah, I saw that he was Carter. there. Yeah. That was on the board that he was he was down in Ironton seeing. They keep churning out guys too, so yeah. I'm sure that program's always them. been like that. They're yeah, a they've... tiny program, but they churn D1 guys. Yeah, they've, well, they've got him and Ty Perkins, the wide receiver, both uh, both out of there, I- Ironton. So, all right, take time. Uh, happy birthday, Chad. Thanks for everything you rock. Can you guys comment on the likelihood of Tulane still being a ranked world beater when they finally play Cincy at the end of the regular AAC season? I do love their Cinderella story, but I got to imagine the smart money is on UCF beating them and knocking them out of the top 25 before they meet the Bearcats, right? Um, I think their schedule lines up pretty well. Uh, Chad, I think you're pulling it up, but I mean, they have, they have Memphis at home. UCF at home the That's week a, after, which is the week after Cincinnati plays. Actually, it's two weeks after. And then two they weeks. have yeah. SMU at home as well. Do we have a time so, announced yet for the UCF game? No. no it's it's 3.30. 3.30. 3.30. All right. So Memphis, Tulsa, UCF, SMU, Cincinnati is their, their final five. At Tulsa is what. Yeah, Memphis at home, Tulsa on the road. They host UCF. They host SMU, which is favorable, obviously. Uh, And then they go to Cincinnati. You would have to think they probably slip up somewhere along the way. Yeah. That's a tough – like, that's a tough four-game stretch. Yeah, it is. That's the gauntlet. It is, but but having those teams at home – is uh it helps is the, the good yeah. yellman why are we so worried about smu and ucf because they're back-to-back road games yeah like that's 
that's fair, I think. How about UCF's playing a tough place to play? Oh, the bounce house. Whew. But yeah. but how about playing at, at Tulane? Was that kind of it, it's kind of oh weird there, God. man? It's it's like terrible. Did it feel like high school. high school? It's a high school yeah. stadium, but man. Yeah. Yeah, that press and they played. They played that that weird. They went with that weird ass attack on us too on offense. Yeah, it's like a hybrid, like a pass happy triple option. If that makes sense. Yeah, it was. It was just a weird game. Thank God we got out of there with a win. And they have Pratt. That's Pratt's a really good quarterback. Or yeah, Pratt. Michael Pratt. 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 Yeah, Michael Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt's long lost it? brother. I don't think. Okay. I don't think that's it. <laughs> He's part of the MCU, right? Yeah. If last year's Cotton Bowl was played at Nippert, do the Bearcats beat Bama? Probably. <laughs> Is Will um, Anderson still – are Will Anderson and Bryce Young still on Alabama's team? And uh, Mathis. Yeah. That that guy, oh, my God. He is so – he was so good, and he was so was. big. <laughs> he scared me. <laughs> so you're saying probably the Bearcats beat Bama? No. Okay. Probably not. No. I no. think it's the same result, sadly. It might be it might be a like a score closer or whatever. Yeah. But but that Bama team was really, really good. I agree. Yep. And and a whole month to prepare. So with eighty four assistants that were all head coaches in the NFL at some point. Exactly. <laughs> um, what is your biggest key to get through these road trips unscathed? Ryan? I think we got to play clean football. Can't turn the ball over. Can't have stupid penalties. And then we got to we got to get turnovers on defense. I think turnovers and playing clean. Uh, you got to do that on the road. You can't make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I think dominate yeah, I, the trenches too, um, especially against SMU. If you can take the life out of SMU, it. can be dominated at the point of attack. Right, right. US then, UCF right now. I'm getting a little concerned. I mean, they're seventeenth in Sagarin ratings. They're, you know, numbers wise, people are loving themselves a little. University of Florida Central, the Golden uh, Fighting Knights. How you can you call yourself the Golden Tech? How you can call yourself the Golden Knights and, and show up in North Carolina colors? Orlando Tech is is playing <laughs> well at this point. Yeah, the Orlando School of Space and Hospitality. <laughs> I think I came up with a new one. The Orlando that's a good one. Orlando Institute of Space and Hospitality. Yeah. Yep. They claim all things space. They do. But I agree with Ryan though. I, I mean last time at UCF it was a muff punt um that that gave the ball back to them. A couple of early penalties kind of derailed a little bit in the first half, but then obviously the uh, offense started turning after that. So clean football big time, especially that Road game at IU last year. What was it like? Four straight offensive possessions started with a with a false start, and it's just clean football. Amen. I say uh, just fix third downs on both sides of the ball. That'll make life a lot easier. Mm -hmm. As Ryan learned last year, as we all learned last year, when you get off the field on third down, mm -hmm. and it's just three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, that makes the game. <laughs> a lot easier. Yeah. They don't you score as together, many points. You guys are stringing together three, four, five, three and outs. Or like yeah. two, three and outs, a first down. So like a six and out. 
and then two more three and outs after that. Yeah. Like, that just demoralizes an offense. I'm, yep. I imagine those meetings after the game were probably a lot nicer too. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Fick versus Angry Fick. <laughs> Give him uh, the lucky charms, Bob. That, uh, Ryan, I have to ask, <laughs> what did you think of my my post game performance with Vic? Did we talk about the hug with you? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I thought that was so good. <laughs> we did talk about it. I forget. Last um, week is a blur. I was at Good Sam all week. I, there you go. Sorry. That's the football <laughs> portion of the mailbag. Again, if you sponsored the mailbag, we'd do another read as we transfer it into the basketball portion of the mailbag. Absolutely. Uh, but the basketball portion, uh, AC Mazar asks, happy birthday, Chad. We October birthdays rule the world, short-term and long-term. Does Josh Reed slot in better on the perimeter or in the post with the right work in the monster factory? Do you see him as capable of guarding one through four, two through four, etc.? Two through four. I don't think he's, he's not super twitchy. Um, so even some twos would be a problem. He's definitely a guy I think can guard three and four, depending on the matchup, a two, depending on the matchup, potentially even a five, as Rayfeld gets him right over the next couple of years. I don't have a great answer for if he's better as a three or a four. I think right now he's more natural as a four. Um, but I think as he develops his both his perimeter shooting and his ability to attack off the bounce, the three is his passing, his cutting. Those things make him um, a guy that could could be effective. I don't know. I guess maybe here's the difference, Anthony. I don't know that he's a guy I see. Brian, BJ, thank you, appreciate you. I don't know that I'm a that, that he's a guy I see as like a a thirty minute a game small forward. I think he's a guy that you can get maybe 10 at small forward, 15 at power forward. You can use him effectively as both. Uh, I think he's like the, what I see right now is he's kind of, we use combo forward too much because there are very few guys that can do the things you need to play a little bit of both. I see in him a guy that can do the things you need to play a little bit of both. If that makes sense. I, I don't know that there's a definitive answer to that yet. Where I think we'll see that play out over the next year, year and a half. If he trends more towards one or more towards the other. Or he stays as a guy that can help you on the floor at both spots. Brian, any expert analysis there? Being a tweener is tough, man. A tweener yeah. is like, that's a hard uh life to live. That was that was uh, that was me in like seventh and eighth grade basketball. I know your pain, Josh. I did it. I don't think I did it as good as you did, or else that's kind of why you're you're shooting hoops still. I'm talking. Uh, I'm talking about you right now on the pod, but no, it is hard because it's two different styles of game you have to guard against and play offense against. So, but if you can master it, it makes you really versatile. Can make you one of the best players on the floor. All right. Uh, who would your preseason MVP be and newcomer of the year be? Landers Nolly and Landers Nolly. <laughs> because if he's the 
preseason MVP and he's a newcomer, I think that would qualify in in both regards. Ipso facto. Ipso facto. I'll go I'll go DDJ and then Landers. Um just to spice it up a little bit. Hoping that that the open lanes and just open offense in general just allows DDJ to 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 Who's taking Jeremiah? Somebody's gotta take Jeremiah here, right? No, I'm doubling down on on Nolly and Skillings gets a close second on newcomer of the year. Okay. I'm going DDJ for preseason MVP. I don't know about newcomer. I'm not really. Nolly. Right, Nolly. Nolly. All right. I'll go with that. That's that Landers. Like, there's, there's only one newcomer that has been first team All American Athletic Conference at a different point in his career. He's also been first team All Freshman in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Those oh. are pretty good trophies. Yeah. Put nice resume. Panel. Like if I That'd had a shelf here. And I was Landers Nolly. Those things would be right here that, on that. You'd shelf. be flashing them things. Yeah. That's an that's an A with two C's, not two A's and then a C. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you think that Trey Green versus Jizzle James could add even more to the rivalry? I feel like we are going to be comparing the two a lot since we recruited Green as well. Uh, Do I Jizz. think it will add more to the rivalry? No. I, because I don't think the people involved really care all that much. Um, are UC fans going to talk about it for the next five years? Absolutely. Because, look, Trey Green wanted to come to Cincinnati. He wanted to. And Cincinnati wasn't ready to take a commitment. That shit happens. We've talked about it ad nauseum as it was happening. He reopened his recruitment. He decided to commit to Xavier. Maybe he has a chip on his shoulder. Maybe he hates Cincinnati. I don't know. Like I haven't talked to the kid in a long time. Maybe he does. Maybe that provides him a chip on his shoulder, and you know he scores thirty every time he plays UC. And I won't rule that out because that kid can shoot the fuck out of the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I championed that kid for a long time because I watched him hit shots over and over and over again. He can make shots. At the end of the day, the goal is to put the the ball in the hole that is designed for the ball to fit into. Oh, you can do that. It's that it's that that score offense that Dave always talks about. Yeah. Yeah, run the play where you score. Trey Green can do that. Does he have bad feelings towards Cincinnati? I don't know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Uh, are both really good players? Yes, as evidenced by the fact that there are a lot of places that have them ranked within like one or two spots of each other. If he didn't, both very good. If he didn't, he will in about two months. So, right. So, yeah. Saw a tweet from Prince Tayambi that was about three years that he was three years post heart surgery. I remember that he had a cardiac issue that ended his UC career. Is there any part of that story you can share now? A no. few years later, I see he's no. actually playing still at Georgia Southern. Would love to know the I details. Said, to what I happened? He said Bowling Green. Cleveland State? I don't think he's at Georgia Southern anymore. But no, there's none of that I can I can divulge. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's it's cut and dry. <laughs> no. Um, also, no. Hey, I, 
Well, I have to read the question before you answer it. For, <laughs> for the people on the podcast, any updates on future apparel deals? Okay. Bye, Chad. <laughs> that is the basketball portion of the mailbag. Oh, and hey, guys. How you doing? Lastly, we have... You really, about? you really jumped back in, didn't you? What, what are we talking about? Lastly, we have the last portion of the mailbag. I which swoosh. Is, this is the the the, the, potpourri, hey. the potpourri portion of the mailbag. <laughs> um, did have to move some of you knuckleheads questions from the basketball and football portions of the mailbag into this portion of the mailbag. It's my birthday. They were excited. They didn't get the rules. Click on you the other boards. The Click on the other boards. You'll figure it out. Uh, Chad, what is your go-to birthday cake? Um. So tonight. We did, uh, like I said, we did uh, Cold Stone ice cream cake. I'm not a, I'm not a cake guy because I'm not really an icing guy. Like I think that's where I like cake and I have a disconnect. I don't dislike cake. I'm just not big on icing. And I like ice cream and I like cake. So ice cream cake is, is kind of my go-to move. Cool. Royer, where are you at? <laughs> I like ice cream cake. I, I get what you're saying on the icing. It can be a little overpowering. Yeah. I, I like cookie cake too. That's a good one. Oh, cookie cake. Yeah, a cookie cake is really like does that I guess you can get the like the, the little written happy birthday on a cookie cake. Yeah. And if I had to pick my favorite thing for dessert, it is a like a skillet or a warm cookie. With Ooh. like a scoop of ice cream. That's in the, yeah. In the cast iron, like Ooh. the yeah, cast iron skillet, scoop of cookie in the middle, or scoop of ice cream in the middle. Pazuki, Pazuki, yeah, like that. Pazuki yeah. is where it's at, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm a ice cream cake guy myself. Dairy yeah, Queen, like, Kroger, I don't care. Just, we got Cold Stone. Have you tried me. Cold Stone? You got to do a Cold Stone ice cream. Listen, cake. Chad. Some of us aren't trying to spend forty dollars on an ice cream cake. <laughs> they're only like they're only thirty if you get the small ones. We have a big family. <laughs> we have a Hulk. No. <laughs> well, whatever. German chocolate cake I love. And I also like... Uh... <laughs> German chocolate cake also doesn't have a ton of icing on it. Right. Like, um, like my favorite cake, if we had to talk about my favorite cake, my grandma made a pumpkin cake with a cream cheese frosting that was like mild, but like... It, like cream cheese, like it, you know, it was a, and that did. cake was phenomenal. And now my cousin uh, found the recipe from my grandma, and she makes that cake for like Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's my favorite cake by a long shot. Yeah, it's it's got that, that my family too. It's got that pumpkin spice to it, like cake. Oh, it's so good. Brent, my grandma would make a caramel cake, and she would make it for like every one of the grandkids' birthdays. Yeah, and like bring it over to us. It was so good. God bless her. I'm going to go get some more bourbon. Keep asking questions, Aaron. Brent, Brent, I understand you're obsessed with cake. It's your favorite, right? Oh, cake, 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 cake. Gosh, every time we say, like, birthday and cake and, like, ice cream cake, uh, like, five different songs pop in my head. And, I just love it. <laughs> and he's I not even it. your birthday. Hey, exactly. Do you want that? Okay. Uh, thanks, Aaron. My question: Can Chad share some tips on how he keeps his skin looking so healthy at his advanced age? 
I also would like to know. <laughs> the Babe Ruth diet. Amen. Cigarettes, bourbon. Unbelievable. Yeah, did That's, you see that Babe you know, Ruth diet thing? That I was think insane. Marshall was talking about it. Yeah. 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 What is it uh, for breakfast? What would he have? Two cokes, a, a no, a ginger ale, and a pint of whiskey. Dinner, he'd have two porterhouses, four yeah, hot dogs. I, I, oh, he pat, he pounded hot dogs. Four cokes. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, I bad. would. I I love hot dogs. Like I would just smash hot dogs all day if I could. But I know, like, I can't. I can't smash hot dogs. All day. I'm pretty I mean, sure they're not even made the same at this point in the year 2022. You might be able to smash some hot dogs all day. Like I, you, I like it's your birthday. I think they were made. Yeah, but I mean regularly. Like if I just if I knew every day, like like so I I do hot dogs in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. Not shocking. Um, three of them. You put them in there for like four minutes. You turn them a little bit. Another two minutes. And then for the final 90 seconds, you put the buns in the air fryer and let the buns heat through. And then you've oh, got the the perfectly cooked hot dogs, the warm buns, mm-hmm. little mustard, little ketchup. If you have a problem with either of those on your hot dog, you're a fucking asshole. Um, Jesus. There's this so like, there's aggressive. people out there like, you can't put ketchup on your hot dog. Like, I like ketchup on my hot dog. Same. I like mustard on my hot dog. Those Same. are the two things I like on my hot dog. That's how I eat my hot dog. Don't tell me how I like to eat something and kiss my ass. <laughs> so yeah, like I, like I would eat hot dogs like three, four, five days a week if I knew like it wasn't really bad for you. All right, but they're delicious. <laughs> and then sometimes you heat up a like a can of Skyline or Dixie Chili, and you put that on top. You take the ketchup off if you're having a cheese coney. You just do yeah. the mustard. I do home three-way or home cheese conies all the time. Ryan, Aaron probably did. has to because he lives in the middle of nowhere. Ryan, you did this, bringing up Babe Ruth's diet. Well done. <laughs> I was just wondering how we even got here from this question. <laughs> That's a good point. I almost, I just realized it had nothing to do with that. Not anything. <laughs> nope. And hot. Ryan, you're hot catching dogs. on. You're catching on on how this segment works. You All can right, add hot right. dogs to how your skin looks so beautiful. Hot dogs. Aaron, in preparation for Operation AAC 2023, can you give us a detailed breakdown on the epic Tulsa versus Tulane matchup? No. No, I can't. Uh, Tulsane. Pain. Is what you're going to get I from mean, Tulsane. Like, how, how does it get any better than the, well, it's, it's Tulsa? It's Tulsa Temple. Not, oh, yeah. But, Tulsa but still. Uh, whatever. Tempulsa. Um, Tempulsa. Tempulsa. Temple's really bad. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, Pain for your eyeballs. Happy birthday, Chad. Assuming you're given loads of money for your birthday and could go back in time for one concert, who are you going to see and why? I thought a lot about this. There's two easy answers for me in terms of my musical taste. Uh, One is like Peak Outcast. And the one I would probably go with if I could just go back and see one concert would be T win. You know, sometimes I think you're you're Kathy to me, but I still love you. <laughs> Weeder smashing Chad. Yeah, that's what I am. Um it would it would be the white stripes because one of the greatest concerts I've ever seen was Jack and Meg at um Music Hall in Cincinnati. 
They did 51 songs in almost three hours. Wow. And it was just one after another, after another, after another. There was no set break. There was no encore, really. It was just like the energy seeing those two together was so insane and like infectious that I've seen a lot of great concerts. I've seen the Eagles. I've seen Led Zeppelin. I've like, I'm old. I've seen a lot of really good shit. But that White Stripe show was, um, man, watching those two together was something special. I would love to go back to that energy that they had when they were making like Get Behind Me Satan and, um, you know, the, uh, oh, Seven Nation Army, uh, like it, Icky Thump. It was just so, yeah. It got it got to me. You guys, anybody? What would you what would you jump back in time? If I hadn't seen Page and Plant, which is basically Zeppelin without John Bonham, that would probably be the number one because that to me is the greatest rock group of all time. But I I saw that and you know. Do you like Red Van Fleet? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because that's like their big comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Jack White. Like Jack White, also's biggest comparison is Zeppelin. Uh, for me, I'd go back to Riot Fest in Chicago, where it was a just huge punk rock concert. I love punk. You're a punk punk guy for for. Pop, yeah. I'm are too, you going? Are you going to see Blink? I wish I could, but tickets are two hundred dollars a ticket right now. If you Aaron, got them, how much? Yeah. I'm paying you big fucking money, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got a, a baby to feed. You should do it. Just go. Yeah, go. Just I send mean, it. You right. only live once. I, How from, close are they to Cincinnati? Um, the nearest shows were uh, Nashville, Cleveland, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Chicago. Aaron, they're gonna come. They're coming. Right. I, they're coming. I, so. I heard. I, I don't. Here's the only thing that makes me mad. They stole Tom Segura's punchline. Yeah, yeah. Segura's the goat. I mean, they I'm just coming did it everywhere. For, they I'm did it. coming everywhere. <laughs> they just did it for that commercial for the new. It's because Tom's it's, back. It, but Tom stole. Yeah, Tom's back. They stole Tom Segura's punchline. I'm coming everywhere. I'll see what I can do, Aaron. I'll see if I can get you some tickets. Oh, oh. I know some people in the music that's, industry. That's what I hear. I like that. There you go, Aaron. It's not until 2023 anyway. We got some time. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, Brent? Brent? Uh, I don't know, mm. man. Uh, maybe like... Uh, he doesn't want to say it publicly because he knows he's going to get chastised. That's what we're No, I'm not. Right no, I, I'd go to a Beatles concert. You I, know, thought you were gonna say, I thought you were going to say Nickelback. No, no, not <laughs> but I mean Creed. I want to go see a Creed concert. <laughs> oh yeah. Well yeah, take, me to the half, take me to the halftime show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creed the was... Salvation Army halftime yeah. show, Dallas oh, yeah. Cowboys. Oh yeah. Oh, I know I, all about that. Put me there. Put me there. Scott Stapp. Maybe belting to the heavens. Maybe the uh yeah, maybe the Justin Timberlake halftime show as well. Take me just there. Just to see Janet uh, Jackson's nipple. Just see it again. And again, uh, <laughs> again. but no, I, yeah, I mean, just Queen, maybe see, uh, just just one of those classic, you know, crazy atmospheres. Just you know what? Put me in one of those Queen at Live Aid. Yeah, yeah, like, that like, would be insane. 
that might be the greatest like event in music history. I don't think like are, are you a Queen guy, Royer? Yeah, I love Queen. Somebody to love. Wow, right. I love it. Somebody to love. Oh yeah. Oh, I what love about a little? Uh, Have you ever gone down the um, Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody everybody. reaction rabbit hole on YouTube, watching people no. react to Bohemian Rhapsody? No, it's you'll spend three hours. I mean, watching I, but, reactions to Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody over and over again because people are just like, "What is this? How? Don't, what is so this? Good. Don't stop me now!" By Queen, just gets oh me yeah, going. oh baby. Freddie Mercury, if you go back, there's um there's a couple documentaries on Queen, like how they did what they did, that are just fascinating that they were recording all that on eight track, meaning what you're hearing is eight individually recorded tracks mixed mm. together, layered, layered in a time where that like that technology Who was doing was, that who was layering that was was freddie doing that freddie and like that they were all they had a, a production manager obviously that would like but freddie was like navigating okay this is what this track needs to sound like this is what this track needs to sound like and when I you hear it all come that, yeah. together you have the best answer ryan you win queen live aid I hey, said queen. It, was, it wasn't me it wasn't, it wasn't me brent. oh it was brent <laughs> yeah okay. sorry but that like that whole like back and forth. I heard somebody do that at a um at a college football game. Oh, they Auburn does it. Auburn, yeah, yeah. Auburn, yeah, exactly right. They played that like Freddie Mercury respond and the crowd responding back and forth to him, and then it was it's a, it's amazing. Like a, Live Aid Queen, yeah. If there's one event in music history, Live Aid Queen would have been it. So or Brent. Well done. Or a BBP field trip to Woodstock. How about that? Assuming you mean the original, not 99, right? The original, yes. Okay. Yeah, the original. Oh, 99? Isn't that where... No, Ryan would be thrive at 99. Actually, yeah, yeah let's do 99. Screw it. <laughs> what's that one? The, uh, kid, the Kid Rock song. Uh, Bob. How Bob with the Bob. Yeah, yeah, that that I love that video. The <laughs> oh, yeah. Woodstock. 99. I went. To, I went to a a concert that was Rage Against the Machine and Cypress Hill. Oh shit! So Rage yeah. opened right, and yeah. that place was like everybody was ready to kill each other, and then I Cypress Hill came on with like the weed songs, and they're like it was such <laughs> a weird dynamic. Yeah. Rage, I listen, Rage is like my go-to for workouts. Killing in the name of is one of the greatest songs ever. Yeah. <laughs> they rally around you the same. Fuck you, I won't do what you told me like 30 yeah, times. Yeah, so good. <laughs> what well, didn't they say you can't say that that like they were at some concert or something, it was on like live TV and they're like, You can't sing this song. Yo, and on he did this. anyway. And and what do you think they're going to do? Yeah, they were like, <laughs> I think that was MTV Awards or something. Yeah, yeah so they were like, like okay, we yeah. won't. You're right. We get it. We can't do that. And then they did it. That's that's some chat shit right there. And they're literally <laughs> called Rage Against the Machine anyway. <laughs> um, cool. Any thoughts on the 24-7 Branham versus Aaron Shaw drama? <laughs> this was fantastic if you didn't see it on Saturday. Pretty um, hilarious, yeah. Branham, if you're not familiar with any of the story, Branham calls out Shaw 
Travis Branham. Travis Branham. One of the main national guys at 24-7. Jamie Shaw, who's one of the main national guys at On3 Sports. Uh, Travis Branham had exclusive information that he put on a VIP article on 24-7. Actually, it was Bossy, I think, and Travis was just defending Bossy. Either way, he went in and found the login for Jamie Shaw on 24-7. Jamie Shaw's login is... I am Jamie Shaw. And and just be warned, if you're trying to do that, we will find your login. And we will expose you. Just for anybody so, wondering. So Jamie Shaw comes out and, and has an article, what, 30 minutes after 30 the minutes log, after, login? Yeah. And Travis Branham called him out publicly on Twitter and uh, essentially said, you, you stole my information and you put him on blast. Yeah. And and I don't know. The whole thing was fantastic, and I'm here for all of the media on media uh, after something's been stolen, for sure. Like I may have done uh, when we were down at, uh, at Arkansas. 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 Yeah. Just don't steal anybody else's shit. Do your own work. It's not that hard. We yeah, work our asses off. We do our own work. If you want to put pictures up from the field when people are at games just retweet the tweet don't just steal the picture and put it in your own tweet right not that hard yeah um what's more creepy brent's mustache fetish or aaron's crush on calves and ankles also since it's chad's birthday how do you react to a surprise party if it's truly a surprise well if you if you go to a surprise party and it's truly a surprise you act surprised (laughs) right like Oh yeah, there are like I know there are some people that were, that are like I, I don't want a surprise party. I, don't, I or, love surprises. Of course you want a surprise party. Quit being an asshole. I can't get enough surprises. Like I'm the guy who, I think it's what? I, I think I spoiled so many surprises for myself when I was a kid, like finding Christmas presents before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That now I'm like, don't give me a hint. I don't want to know anything about whatever you're getting me. Like just no. I <laughs> am the worst because. And Kelly yells at me for this all the time. If I need something or want something, I buy it. And luckily, this community has has been good enough to us that I'm now in a position. Like, obviously, I'm not like, you know, I want a Mercedes, so I'm going out and buying a Mercedes cash. Like, that's it's not who I am. But if I want, like, if it's like, okay, it's time for a new, you know, uh, desktop home base for Bearcat Journal, I just go buy one. If it's time for a new phone, I go buy one. She yells at me all the time for that. If you walk into a room that's like a bunch of your homies that you haven't seen in a while and like family and friends and like, and you're mad, you're an asshole. You're an (laughs) asshole because you're going to have a great time because you're just going to be hanging out, drinking with your family and your friends and people that mean a lot to you and, Maybe some of them you haven't seen in a long time. Like, you're not old enough yet, Royer, but as you get older, like, there's people that you love you haven't seen in a decade. There's, it's not, there's not anything, there's no reason you didn't see each other for a decade. It's just like, they took a job in Scottsdale and then you took a job in, like, Detroit and you guys just drift apart. And all of a sudden, at your 40th birthday party, that person is back. What's wrong with that? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my take on it. 
Yeah. Love surprises. Me Brent, too. your mustache fetish, what do you think? I don't really have a mustache fetish. I just have a Freddie uh, Mercury. That's why he loved Queen so much. He wanted to go get a good. I don't maybe, a maybe now that I think about it, it like maybe <laughs> I do. I don't know. That's strange. I guilt trip Brady so hard today trying to get him to come on this show. <laughs> good. He's like, bro, I can't make it tonight. I sent him the um the uh arrested development gif of like the guy walking with his shoulders down and his head slumped through a field. He's like, I'm so sorry, brother. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm, you know, it's not going to make me feel any better. You're not going to be on the show. You tell me he has to <laughs> apologize to Brent directly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Write me a letter. He had to put together so much more show not having Brent. Or not having, uh, not having Brady, Brent. Brady, yeah. yeah. Aaron, your crush on calves and ankles? I look, it's the first thing I notice when I'm looking at a Man, <laughs> when I'm looking at a player, I mean, when you're looking at Quincy Burroughs, how do you not notice the kids' calves? Oh, man. yeah, just saying, interesting. Anyway, interesting. Last I time. wouldn't use the word kid there, too. Maybe just avoid that. <laughs> Noticing something on a kid, young man, young man, <laughs> everything. When I'm, I'm looking at these kids, I Look, just notice one thing. I just R- notice the calves and ankles. Ryan, you're just removed from college. When you're in your almost forty, you're, you're going to be like they're kids. You're going to be looking at kids, calves and, and ankles. I'm done with this conversation. Ocarina <laughs> of Time was my go-to. Grow up. Yeah, I changed that. Grow up. Now, uh, Breath of the Wild is is the best Zelda game. Um, I played the original because I'm really fucking old. Same. Uh, so I go all the way back to the original. That's what hooked me on Zelda. That's why you heard the Zelda uh, ringtone multiple times throughout the beginning of the show. And if I would have left it on after Lapore put up the, the Bearcat basketball happy birthday thing, it would have just been the Zelda... Uh, notification over and over and over again. Um, Ocarina Time was really good. Uh, Wind Waker was very good. Uh, but I'm a Breath of the Wild. It like, I don't know if any of you three played Breath of the Wild. Nope. That's like a like you're making a thousand hour commitment to play that game, and you just get so immersed in trying to like get all of the shrines and find all of the Korok seeds, and it's like a it's an addiction and the new one comes out in March and I might not go on the road for AAU basketball this March and April because I'll be playing the game. Does does you using know. Link in Super Smash Brothers count? No. <laughs> no. Chad, okay. That would be like does using Link in uh uh Mario Kart count? Chad, well, you I've, you know that played Zelda then. That game's on a Switch, you can take it with you. The battery's terrible. And there's nothing like the experience of playing it. You have to play it with the pro controller on your big screen TV. You can playing it like this. You can take the it it eliminates 90% of the experience. You can take the hookup with you. You just need it. And play it in the hotel and not go to the games? No, you just play it when you're done at the games. I'm not done. I work. 13 hours in the gym, I come home, we record content, and I go to bed. Could you imagine if I played another five hours of Zelda? That's why they make Red Bull, Monster, Adderall. I mean, I'm just saying. Cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's the mailbag. <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> That's that is the show. Big uh, what? One one final shout out to a uh, quick paper supply. That's the uh, final the time big, stamp the there. Big, yeah, the final time stamp. Quick paper supply. I love the corner pop up. That's so good. Call Nick five one three four seven zero twenty twenty nine reference Bearcats twenty percent off your first first month of purchase. They provide a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. Hook up our new sponsor, Quick Paper Supply, if you are in the need for uh, those products. Well, big shout out to them. Big shout out, of course, always to Danco Transmission and Danco Joe. Uh, but hey, man, it was, it was it was a birthday show and a big big happy birthday to our fearless leader, Chad Brendel. But of course, guys. Anything else before we shut this one down? We had extra special. I, ju I just want to acknowledge this one. Uh, took some Tom, glad I'm glad I took some time off to be with Kelly. I seem more full of life and happy when Kelly's happy. Chad is happy. That's oh. there's <laughs> it, That's the it, it's it's so like I realized it maybe six months or so ago when she was going through another rough patch, and I was like, I'm actually like. My happiness, my well-being is tied to Kelly's mood. Kelly's in a good mood, and Kelly's happy, and everything's good. I can conquer the world. When Kelly's in pain and suffering, I'm fucking miserable, and I don't know how to, like, differentiate between the two. Right now, she's doing pretty good. We had a great dinner tonight. <clears throat> I think she ate too much because <clears throat> she hasn't eaten much in, like, a month. She's just, like like eating enough to survive. And today she was feeling pretty good. So she ate a steak and some potatoes and some green beans. And she had a giant slice of ice cream cake. And at the end of it, she was like, oh boy, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> So tomorrow, tomorrow night might not be in a great mood because Kelly's probably going to be like, I feel terrible. It's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> well, the greatest, uh, greatest birthday but, gift is having her back. Yeah, for sure. But the alternative was like, my dad was like, I'll, like I said, my dad was like, I'll take you out for dinner. And I was like, we're just going to leave Kelly at home. Yeah, what dude. kind of asshole? Like, how was your birthday? It was great. Well, what'd you do? I left my wife at home and everybody <laughs> else went out and had a great time. Ate a Why'd you leave your wife at home? She's been really sick and you know, she'll get over it. Probably not the oh. best husband move there. You made a good choice. It's a good way to get You're smart. I don't, there's some about you. You're a smart guy. I don't know what it is. Ten points it, it for comes the home from a team. Place, yeah, it comes from a place of like my mood is directly affected by by how Kelly's doing. She's doing good. So I was in a great mood tonight, and we had a really fun podcast. So we did so keep it up, Boom. Kelly. Well, guys, another great one. Uh like I said, shout out one last time. Quick paper supply. Shout out again, Danco Transmission. Um, but it's, other than that, yet again, another fantastic. Well, well, for my guys, my guys, the birthday boy, Chad Brandel, Aaron Smith, and Ryan Royer. I am Brent Young. Yet again, another fantastic BBP presented by Bearcat Journal. See ya. <laughs>